With every new spiral, the story continues. Aloha, multidimensional friends, shifters, dreamers, co-creators from all across this beautiful holographic matrix. Thank you so much once again for joining another very exciting, educational, and inspirational live broadcasted Paradigm Shift team building hangout. My name is Brendan, aka Wolf Shield, aka Skull Babylon, joined once again with fellow shifters from across the world. So fellow shifters from across the world, let's feel free, free to unmute ourselves, make some noise and send some love to all the beautiful people who are listening to this in the future and otherwise. So make some noise, guys. Send some love. You guys are awesome. Um, <laughs> Awesome, guys. All right. So we'll just switch those back over to mute and we'll just get right into the uh, flow with this broadcast. And of course, for those of you who may be new to this or unfamiliar, welcome. As we mentioned, this is a Paradigm Shift team building broadcast as part of the ParadigmShiftCentral.com real world interactive game to help shift consciousness. So essentially what it is that we are doing here tonight, we are coming together. We are creating some sacred digital space to be able to practice talking about the things that we don't normally get a chance to talk about related to consciousness, metaphysics, spirituality, dimensions, lucid dreaming, how to help change the world and how to continue to inspire each other and the beautiful art that we're creating and all the little things that are making the big difference. So we've been doing these for quite the regular. And of course, there's quite a lot to the project that you can check out at ParadigmShiftCentral.com. And uh, as we continue to move through this, we're going to learn a little bit more about what each of the people here are doing to help shift consciousness. And then we're going to get a little bit of some ideas as to what are some topics we want to bring to the discussion circle tonight. And then we're just going to allow the flow to naturally go wherever it may need to go in this moment. And uh, as per usual, we just want to encourage and invite people to be able to share this broadcast if they happen to be tuning into it live or afterwards with others to be able to invite them to download this inspiration and to be able to contribute to the project and be a part of it knowing that you're always welcome to take part in future broadcasts. So what we're going to do here, we're going to start going around the talking circle and what we're basically going to do is we're going to introduce just our names, where we're from, what we're doing to help shift consciousness and what are some topics that we might be interested in talking about within tonight's team building broadcast. Now, before we do that, I just want to lay down a couple of foundations. Tonight, we are going to do something very unusual. Uh, as crazy as it sounds, we are going to aim to make this broadcast less than two hours long. Uh, I know that's like insane when it comes to our broadcast, considering they're normally like four hours long, but we're going to try to stick to this. So that just is encouragement to keep things concise and uh, and just kind of potent in that sense. Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind for everyone who's kind of in the hangout right now as well. So in terms of other news, uh, as a general introduction for myself, um, my name is Brendan, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, and a lot of what I've been up to lately has been doing a lot of production related to the Journey to Lucidity movie, and that is something that is a part of what I am doing to help shift consciousness, and uh, I'll explain a little bit more about that as we go on within the broadcast, but if you're wondering why there haven't been any team building broadcasts or regular broadcasts in a little while, that is 
is the answer. And uh, long story short, I'll be going out to California on April 2nd, so very soon at the time of this broadcast, to be able to attend the Lucidity Festival and to be able to help film Journey to Lucidity 5, Return of the Light Guardians, which is the final film in the in the Journey to Lucidity movie saga. So if you happen to hear this in time or you just want to be able to check out more of it, you can find it on my YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon. And also check out lucidityfestival.com to be able to find more about the festival and to be able to attend as well. So in terms of that, I will be away for a little bit, but once we resume later in April, we are going to start bringing back a more regular routine schedule with these broadcasts. So you can start expecting them uh, at least once a week, whether they're team building broadcasts, whether they're global meditations, or whether they are dream classes, destiny school, or any of the other very exciting things that we do within the Paradigm Central Project. And of course, just as another quick introduction, a big part of this project is encouraging you guys to be able to help create and document the shift in consciousness and you can do that through the main website by creating quest journals and conscious articles as well as encouraging people to create physical paradigm shift communities where they are that focus on having regular open-minded discussion and meditation circles so again my name is brendan i'm from london ontario canada and part of what i am doing to help shift consciousness right now as i mentioned is creating the journey to lucidity movies I'm editing the third one and the fourth one while getting ready for the fifth one. And stay tuned because those movies will be coming out when the time is right for those. And again, thank you to the community for the support for helping make those possible. And in addition, I'm also helping shift consciousness by hosting the regular Paradigm Shift London meetups that we have. And lately, we've actually changed location for our meetings, and we've been doing them at a local organic cafe. And so that's an awesome way for us to be able to support local conscious community, support local conscious um, uh, businesses, and uh, also to be able to just like come together as community. And they've been really exciting. And one of my favorite parts about it is that one of our friends, uh, Bright, consistently has been bringing out her little son, Orion. And some of you may have seen pictures of him uh, holding a free hug sign and uh, he's like our little shifter buddy we got a few like younger kids within like the paradigm shift london community as well but uh he's really taken a keen liking to to sort of emulating uh the the idea of being a real world superhero and he's really into superheroes he's only five years old or barely five years old and he has actively started joining uh doing free hugs with me and and we were doing it on St. Patrick's Day and so like that was adorable and we did a Facebook live broadcast and and it was amazing just for like people to be like oh my god a small child doing free hugs like this just melts my heart and makes my day so like just that again as an example of what we're doing to help shift consciousness that's a little example there and stay tuned because I plan to do some more actual videos videos with him uh, down the road in the future. And so, yeah, just moving along here as I get ready to pass the talking stick, doing the regular Paradigm Shift London meetups, working on Journey to Lucidity, and also really changing my diet has been another way as to help out how I'm helping shift consciousness. Uh, those of you who maybe have been following me again on Facebook at Skull Babylon, I've really like, like I basically don't eat meat now anymore which isn't anything new it's been like that for a while but i started doing a lot of like fruit and veggie blending and that's been a huge change for my diet it's allowed me to like get physically healthier uh i'm pretty jacked right now like i'm pretty ripped and everything getting ready for journey to lucidity and changing my diet has been a big part of that uh even cutting out gluten has been a big part of that i said i wanted to like stop eating gluten and over the course of like a month eventually that happened and now like maybe i'll still have it now and then but i, I used to 
I used to have it maybe like, you know, maybe four or five times a week. Whereas now I just don't because eating gluten is kind of like dead weight or like by gluten, I just kind of mean bread and everything. Um, and so, yeah, changing my diet and even, uh, yeah, like trying to like cut out cheese as much as possible. I rarely eat cheese now and, uh, obviously cutting out like any of the dairy products in general as well. So yeah, again, changing my diet has been a way how I've helped shift consciousness. So, um, that's my introduction. And in terms of things I would like to talk about tonight, I'd be interested to see if you guys want to talk a little bit about bit about mantras. Uh, there is an idea that I wanted to share with mantras, which is something that we actually talked about at the last Paradigm Shift London meetup uh, related to kind of how mantras transcend space and time. And we'll get back into that later. Um, and in addition to that, um, I'm always interested to be able to hear any uh, discussion that you guys have about recent dreams that maybe you guys have had, because I think that's a very important part of the shift in consciousness is being able to document not only what happens in the physical plane, but what happens in the dream space as well, knowing that those stories parallel to this one are also uh, relative to the shift in consciousness. So what's happening here in the physical is only part of the story. What's happening in the dream space is still very, very uh, exciting and a big part of the bigger story that is unfolding as we speak. So that's my introduction. And um, yeah, I just want to, again, say much love and thank you so much everyone for being a part of this global project this global team of shifters people actively helping shift consciousness hacking the matrix with love you guys are amazing i love you sending you so much blessing and i look forward to continue to co-create with you as we keep moving through this so with that said we're going to pass the talk and stick around and uh who would like to introduce themselves next just kind of raise your hand if you're on camera and I got your microphone muted. So whoever would, Brandon, okay. So Brandon's gonna introduce himself next. So Brandon, when you're ready, we're gonna pass the talking stick over to you and welcome to the Hangout. Go right ahead, sir. And let me just make sure, hold on. Try unmuting on your end, Brandon, um, if you can, because I was trying to unmute it on my end, but I wasn't sure if it was working. So give it a go. Hello? There, you're good. Perfect, man. All right, talking oh. stick is in your hands. Welcome. Um, my name is Brandon, but everybody calls me Fox. Um, I travel California a lot, I guess, but Aromas, California is where I am now. Um, yep. And so what, what would you say, what are some of the things you're doing to, to help shift consciousness? Little things, big things trying to recognize who I am and uh, who I am is all reflections of each other, right? And we all hold the same powers as each other and our, um, our vocal cords hold magic spells for sure. So I feel being aware of choosing where my, how to enunciate my words and context in a way that people will perceive them um, how I'm trying to projecting, I guess. Um, yeah. Awesome. It's such a magical world we live in. It's easy to make people feel and think certain ways just by vibrating these vocal cords. So be careful of what, what you say and how you say it, please. Cool. And um, I think that would, I mean, yeah, talking about the power of voice and words would be a possible topic we can get into a little bit more tonight. Uh, what what are some topics that maybe you might be interested in, in talking tonight or interested in learning more about or anything along that line? 
Let's see. I'd say communication with the younger generations and helping them to um, pick out true information from misinformation because it's so easy and the access of information at their fingertips is so vast, but access of misinformation at their fingertips is also so vast. So, and um, having other peers, you know, elders and stuff to... When I have a child, I want my child to be raised with all my friends. Um, it's a subconscious, subconscious, um, you know, rebelling to have the uh, authority figure. You know, these people tell me what to do because, because they say so, you know. Um, but being raised upon your peers who don't have that, like, automatic subconscious rebelling factor... I think is really important. Um, yeah, and res respectful is respect. Anyways, totally, man. I th I think I think those are some great points. Uh, the idea of learning how to discern information in this incredibly techno age. I think, I, and not even just techno wise, but no, I think those are some great points, man. So yeah, I got those noted. Awesome. Um, is there anything else you would like to just add within your introduction? A little message out there for all the other dreamers tuned in? Nope. Anything you can conceive in your mind is possible. So don't don't leave anything out as possibility. Beautiful, beautiful. Awesome. Brandon, thank you so much for for joining us. And uh yeah, thank look you. forward to <laughs> look forward to getting getting some more conversation rolling. So perfect. Awesome. And uh, if you can work your mute button on that, that'll be fine. And uh, da, da, da. cool. Awesome. Okay, guys. Uh, so we're going to keep going around with the uh, with the discussion. I'm going to keep passing the talking stick around. Before we do that, just again, because there's a lot of stuff that gets mentioned in the broadcast, but I just want to anchor it in for a second to just kind of like set the obvious intention. And and it is obvious to me, but but just to be able to reiterate it for, for those of who are listening to this. Again, the, the purpose of these broadcast is multitude it, among other things the core of it is to educate and inspire and the fact that it is a team building hangout that is what this is about this is really about building a team and the cool part about this is the idea that yes there are people all over the world who are actively helping shift consciousness so what we kind of want to do through these broadcasts is to document that story through us passing on our experiences through this form of communication. So rather than, you know, like every day there's people doing millions and millions of beautiful things. Let's try and crystallize some of that and to be able to share it within this broadcast. And then in addition to that, we're also aiming to create, you know, concise, informative, entertaining, and educational discussion so that people can listen to this afterwards and download that within to their own experience so that they can continue to ride this wave that we are all generating together, knowing that as a team, we are creating this collective momentum that is very real and a very big part of the uh, of the ongoing shift that is happening. So so I applaud everyone for, for being a part of this. So let's continue to do that. And uh, yeah, it, it's a beautiful honor to be able to continue to build this amazing team of light guardians together. So with that said, we'll keep passing the talking stick around and um, who would like to introduce themselves next? And we'll just, uh, okay, so we got Eleanor. Okay, so Eleanor, let me just check your microphone. And Eleanor, when you're ready, passing the talking stick over to you. Sorry well, about that earlier. I thought I was on mute, by the way. All good. Um, uh, my name's Eleanor and I'm in Cape Coral, Florida. 
uh, I woke up, I woke in literally overnight on uh, November 2012 and I uh, have been on my path since then uh, back to my authentic self. Um, I haven't gotten there yet, but my life is totally changed. Uh, it's been a lot of learning curves. Uh, learning how to discern is valuable. Uh, there's just so much I want to say that I just don't have enough time. So with that being said, very vital at this time is raising your vibration as we go into 5D. Actually, it's actually here already, um, but it's where you are is where you will be, and raising your vibration is key. I've managed to do that to a degree where I know I'm, I'm okay, but it's never good enough. I haven't opened my third eye yet. I'm having trouble. Being that I'm just about 60 years old now, I think that's part of it. You know, my pineal is, and I think that's a good discussion too, is the pineal and opening the third eye. Um, power of word uh, was brought up. There's also the power of thought and manifestation. Um, and that's a part of the collective consciousness that we're all doing and what we're doing now to help raise that. Um, there's just so much I want to say. And every time I get the podium, I, I, I get the old brain fart. <laughs> I, I lose it. Uh, but um, I'd love to share. And as we go along, I hope we're able to interact and, and come go back and forth because I know things will come up. Uh, dreaming uh, is another uh, thing that's really coming prevalent. And with the energies, the energies in the sun, and I want to mention earlier, I think it was, it wasn't Brendan, it, but it was our, um, oh gosh, our truck driver friend. I'm sorry, I forgot your name already. It's Manny. Um, I'm terrible with names. Uh, Manny. But the vitamin D, the sun, we're also getting cosmic divine energies, and that's helped lifting our vibration and our conscious and expanding our consciousness. There's just so much going on all at once. And the planet is feeling the chaotic uh, result of that. But uh, it's the calm before the storm. And uh, everything's going to be awesome. We're getting there. And uh, <laughs> protecting yourself from the dark. Uh, and all of it goes together. It's all synchronized. Synchronicity, incredible. And I could go on, but I'm going to pass the, the stick. Awesome. Well, Eleanor, thank you very much. That was, that was beautiful. And thank <laughs> you for, for bringing your energy here as well. Thank you, awesome. Brandon, for all of you are and do. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. We, Greatly we received. Yeah. <laughs> we hustle. We hustle. <laughs> cool. Okay, guys. Um, again, uh, we're going to, I'm just taking down notes. So a little bit of what Eleanor said there, what Brandon said there, what I mentioned there, we're creating a little bit of a list. And then we're going to kind of go over these topics again, as we go through the introductions, we're going to see where the conversation takes us. Again, keeping in mind that we're, we're keeping this broadcast a little bit more concise shorter than others um and again within the intention of this broadcast i know i literally just did this but even still there's like other layers to it that i just kind of want to peel back into and stepping back into like the bigger story right um a big part of this when we're talking about the shift in consciousness which is a discussion that we can get into in terms of what does that mean to you guys you know that's what we're here to practice talking about but it is this idea of like awakening into our potential awakening into the idea that this reality is not as cut and dry as it appears to be awakening as we were mentioning the idea of like how thoughts create and also awakening into like our star lineage if we want to even take it to that level our cosmic lineage sort of expanding beyond 
our identity as just who we are here on earth, but who we are here as like a cosmic awareness in, in that sense that is crystallized into one individual spectrum of what we recognize as an I, as us. Uh, and in that story, it is all us talking to uh, the bigger us through this story. So again, it's about seeing the oneness. Um, a lot of this stuff is kind of like stating the obvious, but it is always kind of important to sort of bring it back to that because a big part of the discussions here is to be able to be the bridge between things that we may be familiar with and mainstream culture, those who are continuing to wake up. And that is the beauty of the story is that every day people are continuing to wake up because a lot of this wisdom and this this truth and this understanding is something that we are remembering, literally remembering. And that is like within each and every one of us. So um, even just something uh, Eleanor said, and I'll just say this real quick and we'll pass the talking stick around. A big shift that I feel is happening is kind of like the 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 just another understanding of what it means uh, for me to be a light guardian. And, and you keep hearing me use that term. And again, a light guardian is a term that I use that's kind of synonymous with a shifter, but it's someone who is intentionally like holding up the vision of the future that they wish to foster like a child, you know, it's like raising your visions into the world that are going to be able to not only serve yourself, but also serve others and serve the, the bigger community. And so like as a shifter, but more so as a light guardian, um, I'll just say this real quick, even though I mentioned it before, very simply put the light guardian to me no longer represents this like identity of only standing on one side of the spectrum of the light as we commonly think of it, but rather understanding that to me and to, I feel many of us were remembering that light is actually more so than anything, the circle around the yin yang. So if you were to think of the yin yang, you know, you have the white and the dark, the light is the yin yang the light is not just referring to the white and so i was just prompted to think of this because again eleanor was saying you know trying to learn how to 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 like live with the darkness in in that sense like that is the journey of the light guardian i feel is to not try to just like keep darkness as like something that we're trying to always like distance ourselves from but rather being able to understand and to integrate the the darkness within ourselves, not only as like a negative thing but also the part of us that is willing and and capable of going into the darkness which can sometimes just refer to as like suffering and turmoil and in often cases deeper understandings of self and so like that is again just putting that vibration out there that the light guardian is the one who is capable of going deep into the darkness and 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 carrying that that light into the darkness again so i mean light's kind of a flexible word but um yeah like darkness and lights are light in that sense to me so yeah um but again we can talk more about that a little bit later you know what does it mean to be a light guardian for you guys so we'll keep passing the talking stick around and again much love to everyone listening to this please feel free to share the broadcast current numbers wise on youtube we got about nine ten viewers tuned in live so shout out to you guys and uh yeah shout out to everyone as well listening to this into the future and side note look up paradigm shift radio on itunes if you're looking to download this on an mp3 or any past episodes and there's thousands of hours in the archive of inspirational stuff to check out so let's keep passing talking stick around uh who would like to introduce themselves next looks like uh all right looks like gentle chaos we will pass it over to you and go ahead i think your microphone's already unmuted so go right ahead dude you can introduce yourself um okay actually no it's not sorry 
hold on. Check your microphone on your end. Just go ahead. Um, it was working earlier, but for now it's not. And it's not muted, so... Yeah, no, it's not coming through, dude. Um, if you just want to do a quick join and rejoin, I'm sure that'll fix it, if you don't mind. Yeah, I think we were just... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, so yeah, literally, uh, we're just going to give it like half a second because I'm sure um, Gentle Chaos, aka Daniel, they'll be able to join in a couple seconds. But yeah, again, uh, shout out to Michaela. Michaela, aloha. Did I pronounce Did I pronounce your name right that time? Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. I'm getting better. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, again, so just in terms of the other people who are in the broadcast, we also have Manny, we have Michaela, and we have Nick, Bryce, and uh, possibly a Brianna who is somewhere off screen somewhere. Uh, oh, there is a Brianna off screen somewhere as well. So awesome. We got people from all over the world. And um, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, Daniel's going to join in a second. Otherwise, we can pass the talking stick and uh, we'll allow somebody else to jump in and then Daniel will go in a second. So would uh, Manny, Michaela, or Nick want to introduce themselves next? If you guys, Nick, can. Okay, cool. Uh, Nick, you can toggle the mute and we'll pass the talking stick over to you. Welcome. Go right ahead, dude. Oh, hold on. Okay. Oh, Nick, I still had your volume on. Okay, Nick, let me just one sec. Okay, Daniel, go ahead and check your check your audio. We'll just see. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay, it's coming through. Okay, cool. So, uh, Nick, we'll get you right after Daniel, and uh, that worked out perfectly. So, Daniel, we'll pass the talking stick over to you. Welcome back to the Hangouts, and go right ahead. Yeah, Daniel, you're good to go whenever you're ready. Oh, maybe Daniel can't hear us right now. Uh, Daniel, if you can hear us, respond in the next couple seconds. Otherwise, we'll pass it over to Nick, and then we'll get back to you. No worries. All right. Um, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Can you hear me, bro? Yes, we can hear you, but I'm not sure if you can hear me, so I don't know if me yelling makes a difference. So. I, was, I, I, I don't usually go by Daniel. So that's okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So gentle chaos. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Go. Go right ahead, man. Talking stick is in your hands. Uh, I woke up in 2012 as well. Uh, welcome to everyone here. Um, I, I've been working on a thing called Pizzagate for about seven months. I just got back from Washington, D.C. Um, and I've really been, I've found it inside to be the truth, and I've just been pumping it. Uh, I think it's the one thing that's really going to help, big thing that's going to help consciousness wake up it is suffering. In my own experience, it was my suffering that brought me to the point of, uh, being able to finally sit in meditation. I see that this Pizzagate, this thing called Pizzagate, is a very beneficial tool. Unfortunately, uh, true as it, as it is, in my experience, um, it, is, it is helping wake up, wake up humanity. So uh, that, that and leads to meditations and I just, just attempt to clarify my communication. Uh, communication's huge. Walking into the future and, and you know getting caught up in the emotions or up in the thought of something. Uh, anytime I'm caught up in that communication, can be hard for me. I'm clearing that up and, and just loving as deeply as awesome. Awesome man. Thank you, gentle chaos. Is it Sorry, is there anything else you want to add into your introduction? No, no, I'm good, bro. Cool, man. Awesome. Sweet. 
Yes. All right. So yeah, getting on the concepts of communication, um, Pizzagate, if that is something we want to touch upon at some point, uh, we can, uh, I think like the, 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 what that represents is again, you know, like this idea that there is a lot of like corruption and deceit and lies that are happening within like the bigger control systems of society. And, and as those become aware, as the light gets shined on those, then it sort of like allows us to kind of take place like they allows a healing to take place that needs to take heal that needs to take part and uh yeah allows like sort of shifts in powers to occur as kind of people see through the uh lies and the in the deceit that has kind of been controlling a lot of the society we live in and everything like that so yes those are definitely some big themes and big topics there so um yeah for those of you who aren't entirely familiar with pizzagate uh again like that's just basically the idea that like a lot of government institutions and big business corporations are involved in a lot of like um nefarious schemes related to child sex trafficking and pedophilia and a lot of nasty stuff so yeah so yeah we've talked about it before on actual past broadcasts again with the idea of like looking at the darkness to be able to heal it so if that is something we want to talk about we can and uh keeping in mind we have talked about it in other broadcasts but it's 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 always relevant because it's part of the bigger story so with that said though we'll uh we'll keep going around and uh nick if you're ready we will pass the talking stick over to you so again thank you gentle chaos and nick go right ahead talking sticks in your hand Sure. Well, hi, everybody. Um, I also go by Nico, um, but my Facebook, it's Nick Bryce. That works just as well. And I am from Michigan, lived all over Michigan, currently in Kalamazoo, Michigan, though. Um, how I'm, my project is called, well, actually, my project just in general, I really should say, is just the raising of consciousness and, you know, assisting to the whole raising of you know awareness and such and uh i largely contribute currently through a company i put together called third eye horizon and the whole concept of that is to create and share conscious media conscious media or and, and raise consciousness in the terms that i put it uh, I strongly focus on social consciousness, so the uh, realities of our like political and economic truths, and higher consciousness, the you know ideas of transcendental reality, reality beyond the physical, etc. So, um, in a nutshell, that's what it is, and uh, you can check it out at uh, thirdeyehorizon.com, uh, 3rd horizon.com and it's also on Facebook same thing third eye horizon um, and the one thing that I wanted to put out there to the group because I'm currently um, trying to really figure this out and I've been researching it through different periods over the past few months is uh, the concept of uh, content digital content distribution you could like create content all day it could be the best content uh, ever known of man and uh, you know if you're not getting the right distribution to that um, you know with with like my objective being you know to raise consciousness my ideas my idea is to get to as many people as I can as efficiently as I can 
so con content distribution, um, I feel, especially Facebook groups, you know, you look at those groups and there's like tens of thousands of people in groups and there's like tens of thousands of groups, etc. And I feel like that's just like a gold mine of people. And I know there's ways and I've experimented with uh, scheduling posts and you can plan a bunch of posts and very with like very little effort, you can just schedule all these posts and like send them out to all these groups. I've done it before, but I've kind of struggled with different methods in doing that. So if anybody has any insight on particularly uh, Facebook group con digital content distribution or just some um, uh, digital content distribution in general, I'd be interested to hear. And like related to social media, I do a lot of social media work with that. And that is it. Right um, on, man. <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna say awesome, dude. Yeah, um, absolutely. Taking taking notes on that uh, digital content distribution. Totally. I mean, again, for those of you who have been connected with the Paradigm Shift Central project, you know that creating media and distributing media is a big part of what this project is about. Because I'm totally in the exact same boat as you, Nick, in terms of like, okay, like, what is the best way to get this stuff out there? Because we are in a different digital age than we were in even five years ago. Whereas in five years ago, you could have like a super badass YouTube video, you post it and like people would see it. Now, because of the way algorithms work and everything like that, it is very difficult to be able to get links out there and to be able to get things seen unless you are operating like a huge page with a huge million person network already. Right. We can talk about this a little bit later on, or at least even on the side. But I mean, again, you know, like once I get back from California, I'm, I'm going to return my focus to being able to help uh, the whole team with things like that. Because again, like what Paradigm Shift Central is intended to be is kind of like a platform where people who are in the same position of like, I have a lot of stuff that I want to share, but no one's seeing it. How do I get to more people? through posting it through Paradigm Shift Central and even through the Facebook and the main website through the Quest Journals, like that's where I want to be an ambassador to be able to like help get more stuff out there and to be also have a designated core community media team who would be familiar with certain tactics where we would be simultaneously sharing certain Facebook videos through groups within like certain time frames and, uh, and, and just exploring like other media, like other mediums such as, you know, like Reddit and also Twitter and, and anything else i mean there's a lot of discussion on that but yeah like once i get back from california like i do want to have because we've kind of done this before i do want to have like specific broadcasts about like media creation and media management because again you know i feel that's again going back to our, our light guardian mission our, our intention is to like help like spread the light to help like bring it both physically into where we are as well as digitally to reach out in all the multi-dimensional directions that our branches can reach so again it's not just physical anymore it's digital so um absolutely i, I want to be able to to help build this entire Paradigm Shift Central network so that as we start growing the base and the audience of it now, it will help like in the future when we're just like, okay, got an awesome video, get it out there. And we know it's going to reach like, you know, at least like a few thousand people opposed to like desperately trying just to get it over to like the first 1000, which is unfortunately too common of a case nowadays. So um, yeah, I, I am committed to being able to help solve that mystery for, for, 
myself and for all of us who are adamant and uh, passionate about creating media. And the good news is we've got lots of time. Uh, mm. I, I know we're, a lot of us are committed to this. So, I mean, yeah, building the foundation for something that's going to last us over the years is the objective. So we got time on our side. So, so Nick, oh, just before you like switch gears, I just wanted to throw one last thing that popped in my head. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm right there with you, you know, like uh, to everybody else's projects out there and especially digital uh, media content, uh, distributing it through social media. Um, Facebook groups, I just I just have this like very strong intuitive sense that that is, uh, you know, that is something that could be very strongly impactful right now. I found um, a couple different services and I'm trying to like play with this one called like post pilot or pilot post and uh, it's free and if I can figure it out I'm currently having difficulty so if there's like other platforms people can chime in if they know any that are like free or user-friendly or accessible but you know for example like if this is if I can get this to work and it's free you know, I would want to like make a video on like how to use it or something and like put it on the Patreon page or <laughs> Patreon, sorry, uh, paradigm shift page. And, you know, just because that, that is, that would just be so powerful um, to really empower us as content creators and to our respects, uh, consciousness creator or raisers and light guardians etc so totally that's it awesome man yeah definitely send me any links uh you you got on the side and, and we'll take a look at things and we'll definitely return to this discussion uh in the future and, and it may not be too too much of the focus for this broadcast but yeah it's definitely yeah. something we'll yeah if people just like have thoughts like if you like actually know something to like solve this that would just be yeah really short yeah I, and and again like we'll, we'll talk about this but it's going to be a combination of like building facebook page audience through like memes and through consistency and through schedule yeah uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of like it, it's a there's a lot of work that kind of goes into it but then again you're creating like the foundation and, and again like that's kind of the idea with like the paradigm to central project is rather than you know 50 different media creators trying to build like their individual pages simultaneously if we can focus on building a core page and then funnel stuff through it then every time a new video goes up that may bring in like 200 new viewers those are also 200 new viewers for the person whose video is coming out next week or yeah. something like that. so it's kind of yeah it's a receiving so we'll definitely work on it and, and, and absolutely Nick. And thanks for, thanks for being on the ball with, with just like what's new and, and just looking at tactics and creating media and everything on your end. So awesome. Just trying to do my part. Totally, man. Sweet. So shout out to all the, uh, all the other digital ninjas out there as well. And uh, again, you can check out um, Nick's project, Nico's project at third eye horizon, three R D I horizon. I, I, Y E. Uh, horizon on facebook and i'll include a link into that for the show notes and in the live chat as well and you guys can check it out and the main website is also third horizon.com cool i just threw that in the chat too for everybody purse awesome sweet okay let's uh keep bouncing around guys um again i'd love to be able to keep this broadcast under 
maybe we'll make it two and a half and we'll see we'll see but <laughs> we'll see okay um now i think uh if manny is still there manny we'll uh pass the talking stick over to you for your introduction let me just uh check your microphone um i manny, am here i am you here are... can you hear me <laughs> yes welcome, i'm just uh welcome humans i'm here i'm just kidding i'm not gonna play with my accent <laughs> but i might because my camera is not working so i can speak no like this and you can believe okay okay guys like i speak earlier my name is uh actually mane but people call me manny or main because uh it's easier for you guys the westerners to pronounce it like that it's uh, m-a-n-e so uh yeah mane many i am from uh, belgrade the capital of serbia it's a really small uh small country between uh, on a crossroads civil of civilizations i would say from west and east east is russia west is i don't know western europe anyways i came here as a student exchange student and uh i'm a truck driver now <laughs> which is really funny but uh what i do to change shift consciousness is just uh i can say be being myself like being my unique self and uh and bringing that like moment of instant experience to people by just being me that's that's what what i feel where my power comes from like when i'm me when i'm not anything else except me and i'm just bringing the instant experience but sometimes people the how do you say the feedback from the people can vary from really positive one to scared people from like anxiety from the people like wow you know from a it could be any subject just the, the experience bringing the now into whatever whatever moment like whatever you do doesn't matter what so uh yeah just uh, you know i don't have any big projects working on except uh except doing that and for me i think that's uh that's a that's a big thing. The only 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 powerful thing I can do is just yeah, being my unique self. And uh, what can I say more? I don't know. I'm just driving the truck towards uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, really excited to speak with all you guys and uh, share the experience. And it's really really cool that we are, uh, you know. I don't know how many miles apart and we can speak in uh, we're, you know real time and look at each other at the real times so, you know technology is is also a really really cool thing and we can speak about technology and now vr is coming up and now i can see all these commercials with uh, what um, how do you say the artificial intelligence and the merging of that so i don't know much about it but we can we can speak about that and um, you know that's i don't know that that's that's about me short story yeah, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so uh, you kind of mentioned artificial intelligence and stuff like, yeah, what, what would be some topics that you'd be interested in hearing talk about? Tonight? I don't know. Just just in. Uh, yeah, one of those. One of those. One of those. Just, OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, the technology. And uh, is it is it going to be a good thing? Like, are people afraid of like technology are going to like we're going to have machines taking over or is it like a good thing like to have and merging that 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 much with the technology is it a good thing or a bad thing and uh you know that's Word. that i think that that would be cool 
Cool, man. Cool. And um, just uh, earlier before the broadcast, we were talking a little bit, bit about dreams and stuff. It sounds like uh, you've been keeping pretty active uh, within the dream space. Did you want to, I mean, we can always get into it a little bit later on and stuff, but do you want to mention anything just about what dreams have been for you, what they've, what they've been feeling like for you lately? Uh, I don't know. Like, like I said earlier, like I've been dreaming the animals, like the animals for the, for the last like two nights. And it's really, really positive for me waking up. Like, I don't know, really feeling, you know, energetic and the uh, experience is still there. I remember the dreams. I spoke with the guys and girls earlier and, uh, I still don't know much about dreams. I'm a, I can say I'm a, I don't have enough time to invest in that because I am still a foreigner here. You know, I don't have, I, I have my own battles that I need to need to fight while I'm trying to do, you know, try to be myself, be my unique self and also, you know, deal with the material, real stuff that, 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 that needs to keep me here grounded, like for now in the United States, for example. So it's a, it's a different battle for me just being here and, uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a uh, really, really, really good to speak with all you guys. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Ooh, there's some thunder outside my window. I don't know if you guys heard that. That's pretty sweet though. Good timing. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, just kind of like speaking on behalf of, uh, what Manny was talking about earlier, um, cause we were talking before the broadcast and you were talking about how he had like dolphins show up in his dreams. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit later on or whenever, but um, take note. If you ever have dolphins show up in your dream, definitely take note of that because those guys are super freaking sentient. So state the obvious. But yeah, uh, Manny, I just want to ask you, when the dolphins showed up in your dream, do you remember what it felt like for you? Like, did, was there like... It, it, felt like, like, it felt like, okay, so long story short, if anybody was listening, I, I jumped from the highest point of the cruise ship and because we had to jump it was waves up and down up and down and like there was a body of mine i don't know who it was it was like a male person like a friend friend something like a friend anyways the up and down up and down oh at one point i'm just oh i gotta jump and i'm jumping and i when i jump in the water like the ocean i jump so so deep like i go way too deep i'm like oh no oh i'm not getting out of this one okay and I try to go up, up, and there was a bunch of sharks, you know, and I close my eyes, like I, I, I try to pretend they're not there because I don't know, it felt like that. And uh, after that feeling, after like sharks swimming around me, bumping me with the nose, I came like closer to the surface, not close, but like closer, half, halfway, halfway up. And then the dolphins started to show up and I felt like the feeling of protection, like the safe space, like just like, it's like my friends there, nobody can do me nothing now. And then ended like I urged the surface. So yeah, I said earlier when I read blog dream book that um, dolphins mean, I mean, might be wrong that you're gonna lose some somebody close or something like that. It read just like that. like dream a dolphin you're gonna lose somebody close to you it might be myself like you said so 
Yeah, we were saying it might be like losing an old part of yourself or a part that doesn't serve you and stuff. But yeah, like always be kind of like, you know, use your own discernment when it comes to reading dream dictionaries that tell you what something may or may not mean. Because it's yeah. not everyone's everyone's dreams are going to have like their own language to them. And that's like part of the dream exploration process is discovering the language of your own dreams. And of course, writing them down and just like being able to tune in with like what they feel like is a big part of it so yeah no i mean any any time that there if there is like dolphins that show up i think that's like that's like a blessing you know that's some like nice like dolphin medicine right there so manny i think that's a uh, pretty sweet man yeah thanks man i hope <laughs> <laughs> don't worry man you're, you're divinely protected and guided oh, Keep, keep your eyes I'm on just, the road. Nah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna dry until I, until I go to sleep, and then tomorrow I'm gonna text you uh, about what I dreamt. Do it, man. Absolutely, yeah. If you can put together like a little dream log, dream log. yeah. Please feel free. Awesome, man. Sweet, Manny. Is there, is there anything else you want to share for, for the, all the other dreamers out there and such? Uh, no, except that human. What are we gonna do about uh, merging with the technology? Are, are humans? <laughs> Are we going to take over or they're going to take over? What is going to happen, my friend? That's a good <laughs> just, question, man. Is it a good thing? Yeah, let's talk about technology too. Spirituality, technology. Yeah. Can we, money? Uh, can we, uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about that. Word, word. There's um in theme with the technology and, and, and I would like to be able to just like hear some of your guys' thoughts on it as we go through this. Yeah. Um, Devin, who is posting in the whole, oh, there's that thunder fox outside again. Um, Devin, who is uh, posting in the YouTube chat, he may be joining later, but he was just posting a comment. And Manny, I think you'll get a kick out of this. You might have even seen info about this. Um, first human head transplant is scheduled for December 2017. So I read that. Devin is asking, like, what's going to happen to the energy of the body slash consciousness? So, I mean, I think, you know, like, if we start, like, taking apart the body using technology and like replacing the limbs and like i mean that's a that's a question right it's just like how much can you take away from a body before you like take away the soul or like does the soul like carry over with the technology or can you create a shell for the technology for the spirit for the ghost ghost in the machine and i think it's um yeah ghost in the machine go see ghost in the machine everyone uh i plan on seeing that eventually but yeah um but yeah that's a we'll talk about that in a bit um, definitely, because I think te technology is definitely, uh, you know, very. Relevant. Yeah, yeah. I want to say just that thing for, with the guy yeah, yeah. With, with the with the guy having a head transplant. That's, uh, yeah, that is too, like I don't know how to how to express like too physical. Too, uh, it's, it's really really physical meaning of like literally chopping and putting. But what they speak about is just can you, can you, uh, contain the consciousness inside of the technology. That's what I speak about with artificial intelligence. They want to create a machine so they can uh, they can house the consciousness. So mm -hmm. can that be possible? Like, can can a consciousness go down into a machine or not? So a lot of people are gonna say you're gonna burn in hell for saying that. But yeah, we're we're here just yeah. to you know express opinions. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think humanity is awesome and we're the perfect machine. You, we don't need we can make we can build make I don't know. Uh, we don't have. We, we don't need people working. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dumb jobs. Like we can do so much more. We can explore space. We can build robots to do other stuff for us while we go out there. You know. But you know. Yeah. Let's just speak about that. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and I, I yeah, and I do want to talk about that and we may just kind of bounce around on a couple topics, but yeah, like the the exploration of technology parallels the exploration of consciousness. Um and and yeah, and, and I agree like can can we create a piece of technology that can anchor in a form of consciousness or will it always just be a simulated forms of like ones and zeros? But then when you break it down, are we not just ones and zeros? And as you said, are we already a form of technology from another perspective? So yeah, lots of, lots of awesome ways to kind of look at that and help understand more of the bigger picture. Cause I do think that if we want to like create artificial intelligence, we need to understand more about consciousness, you know? So kind of goes hand in hand so yeah it's hard to like it's hard to create artificial intelligence without kind of bringing in like some understanding of spirituality into it so um yeah okay cool manny uh thank you for your introduction and for being here and uh thank you for doing everything and eyes on the road and much love and yeah. thumbs up always, always. thanks man <laughs> sweet man all right um okay so uh i'm not sure if michaela was going to be joining later i think her computer probably crashed or something so if we do hear from her i'll let you know uh she's been on previous broadcasts last one we were talking a lot about dreams and star seeds and stuff like that but uh maybe we'll hear from her but we did have another player who joined the game uh we had steve who joined the game so steve if uh if you're ready we're, we're, we're we've just been doing basic introductions and you may have already heard but basically uh introducing just your name where you're from a little bit about what you're doing to help with the shift in consciousness and maybe some topics that you might be interested in bringing to the circle tonight so steve welcome to the hangout i'm going to pass the talking stick over to you so go right ahead hey everybody what's going on um hey guys uh i'm steve i'm from planet earth uh, um <clears throat> from new jersey um it's, uh, Fly to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. What am I actually doing to make the world a better place? It's a, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Just try not to be evil. I don't really know. Uh, I really wasn't even really planning on tuning in tonight. I just kind of popped in, and then Brandon's like, hey, say something. And I'm like... Is evil, is evil in New York? <laughs> So I I had this idea about aliens about how we're all aliens how we're all sitting here from another planet because we're degenerates and that explains why everything is so screwed up. This woman shaking her head. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this isn't our this isn't our original planet. We are the degenerates of, of people from another place. Yeah, I, I beg to differ on degenerates, but the rest you got right. We're sent here because we're badass, and we're here to make that difference. Maybe it's a big. Maybe it's a mix of both. Maybe the maybe, maybe we, were, the, we, were, we were made to be bad because <laughs> bad ETs messed with us, but. But we came back from that, and that's why we are where we are. And you're doing what you're doing. And I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> no worries. I, I was, uh, uh, one, one second, Brandon. We're gonna we're about to jump off just into kind of like freestyle popcorn discussion. So, um, <laughs> Steve, I think I think you'll uh, we'll kind of maybe springboard from that topic eh, into just like open discussion. But Steve, is there any is there, is there anything else you just want to say within your basic introduction as little as you want? So. 
No, that's it. Thanks. Cool, man. Awesome. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, like obviously when we're talking about aliens and stuff, a lot of people perk up and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, just, I'll just put in my two cents and then we'll pass it over to Brandon and, um, let me just check microphones on a couple of people here. Perfect. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, it, it's a good question, right? Like are, are, are we degenerates from another star system or something? I, I think that's a very subjective term, but at the same time, I do think, or maybe this is just an idea that in some cases, like there's a, there's a, full spectrum of souls that have come to earth there's like the ones who are like super like already like got things figured out and then there are the ones who are like deep 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 within the illusion of their own suffering and stuff like that and so both of them are there for a reason and sometimes i think the ones who are kind of like making things difficult for the rest of us are there to make things worthwhile for the rest of us as well because we came here as alchemists to be able to like transmute and like through that like that's where we're helping kind of like lift everyone up opposed to just kind of like leaving the quote-unquote degenerates to be degenerates so even the degenerates are here to be able to ascend in their own process and i use that term loosely to be able to like heal themselves and i think if anything like healing healing and learning and knowledge would be like the reasons we are here but really emphasizing on the healing i feel like a lot of souls come here to heal and then a lot of us kind of get mixed up in the mess that takes place when that healing is occurring which can sometimes look very ugly uh but necessary and essential and all part of some bigger story so um brandon i will pass it over to you uh because i saw you had your microphone unmuted a second ago so brandon go go right ahead if you can unmute yourself jump right in yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. I think a big piece of it is um, helping people <clears throat> to recognize their own power that they hold. You know? Um, not just not just being well, really making people know who they are. Um, setting the boundaries There's so many variables that come to be anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like in, in terms of that, do you want do you wanna expand on that at all a little bit more or any... I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Okay. <laughs> Quick, somebody else pick up the pick up the stick. Keep passing yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Um <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So just, okay. So I, let me just kind of like, we'll, we'll take a minute here if we want to talk about like aliens and, and what, you know, what it is that we're doing here on earth. I, I think that's always a good kind of core topic to kind of branch things off from. Um, and then in the next moment, I'll kind of go over the list again of what we kind of have generated through these introductions. But uh, Eleanor, we'll, we'll pass over to you. I believe you, you want to jump in there. So go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, um, Everything begins with the heart space, our soul, our intuition, everything. Um, I believe and know is my own truth. And what I've come to find through my journey of the past five years plus, um, we are all the chosen ones to be here at this time to raise the consciousness and vibration of the planet, people, everything that we come into contact with. We are given the dark, uh, 
degenerate, if you want to use that word, anything of any dark, malevolent nature in order to help us process and learn our lessons, lessons and graduate in our own truth back to our authentic self. Now, there's many ways that can happen, but we need the dark and the light, the yin and the yang, like you brought up the whole. Yes. You know, we need that all to learn the lessons. You can't move forward. Your soul can't grow until you learn that lesson and move forward. With that, you, ET, galactic, our galactic and brothers and sisters, I embrace wholeheartedly because we all have that within us. And um, we've been through many lifetimes and we all have had different length of lifetimes. I've come to find out I've been here a very long time. I have been told I was one of the original 144,000 light workers. And I'm very frustrated. I can't even get my third eye open. But I feel I'm bursting at the seams. You know, it's just, it's there. I'm right on the brink. I've learned so much. Um, but we need that balance. And you're absolutely right uh, with what you just said, Brandon. And um, there's just so much to say on it. And I don't want to bore everybody. But then again, I, I could go on for an hour, just like probably everybody else, because there's so many basis to touch in this conundrum of stuff. I mean, it's just so vast. We have our inner earth family, our galactic family. I mean, we're literally surrounded by millions of ships right now waiting for the word to, uh, until humanity calms down enough in order to accept them. There's got to be uh, that um, things to happen in a certain way and a certain amount of people need to be awakened to that point. And there's a lot of things that are going to happen in between, but that I believe. Okay. No, it's not going to be an extermination. What? No. No. We were kind of like, to my understanding, they gave up on us. But then the light started coming on in the planet. People started waking up. And thank God, you know, we overcame the darkness. And despite everything, the, the cabal, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, did to take from us the light and keep us uh, separated from the divinity, it, we still won. You know, we're here. We've prevailed. And we're waking people up every day, you know. And they're, they lost. They've already lost. It's just got to be announced. They're, they're done. They're still around, and they're still trying to stir up trouble, little minions. But the overall picture, we have won. So um, I'll pass the stick, but I'm going to keep my mic open because – my mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, Eleanor. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of manually kind of keep an eye on the microphone and stuff too. But but yeah, I think, my goodness, there's, there's so many things to talk about. Um, you're right. And I think just a lot of things there we can really kind of like delve into. Uh, if we want to, you know, it's just like, wait, there's like spaceships floating around Earth or something like that. It's just like, what's that about? Um, I, I do want to just be able to keep passing and talking to you around. And, and just before we go into this, just laying a bit of foundation that again, reminding us that the reason why we get to this part of the discussion is again to be able to practice communicating some of these ideas and it may be stuff that we don't always get a chance to talk about and so we're practicing communicating with each other and we're doing it in a respectful way and if we were in a circle of a physical paradigm shift community one of the ways how we would just like moderate it is that if you have something to say you simply hold your hand out so like hold your hand out like as if you're offering something to the circle but if you're 
since you're since we're just on camera if you guys do have something you want to say just kind of like yeah wiggle your fingers at the camera lens and i'll keep an eye on that um yeah and we'll just moderate it that way uh i did have like some things i wanted to mention just related to like what eleanor was saying about like her feeling like she didn't have her third eye open because i think the discussion of like what does it mean to have your third eye open is very interesting in itself and, and i'd be curious to hear what you guys have to say but um before we go too too much further with that uh we did have Devin who recently joined joined and uh i'm sure devin devin always has uh some some interesting ideas related to a lot of the topics that we have here to share but uh devin uh if you're there what i can do is i can pass the talking stick over to you and just quickly do an introduction of who you are where you're from and uh maybe a little bit about what you're doing to help shift consciousness and then just any reply that you have to anything eleanor is saying and and i'll just say this just one point that just came to mind before i pass this off to devin is that I think um, for me, a big part that really resonates with this story is that the idea of like awakening to who we are, and I use that term loosely because like to me, that's a very like simple yet grand thing related to like realizing that we literally are beings of light within the illusion of this physical reality. And we literally are the dream awakening to itself. And we literally are, you know, like multidimensional beings by nature and stuff like that. All of these things that relate to like understanding more about the identity of who we are than just like our physical names and, and, you know, like what we have on our passports and stuff like that. All of this, like, a deeper identity of who we are i feel it is our birthright and 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 that's like kind of like just what i want to hit home is that like this process of awakening is our birthright it is within each and every one of us it is our birthright and so what we have is we kind of have this bigger story of like other people who are kind of like trying to keep that birthright away from us you know they're constantly trying to like separate us from it whether it be by putting distractions in between us or by keeping that knowledge hidden or by dumbing us down with other things but in some way or another you know they're just trying to keep that birthright away from us but we still find our way through it and we still find our way there. And sometimes it's looking outwards and sometimes it's looking inwards. Ultimately it's going to be a combination of both. But um, yeah, I feel that's the journey, right? It's just kind of like bringing what is essentially the birthright for other people to be able to know for themselves through their own gnosis. Um, Devin, if you're there, we'll, we'll pass it over to you and, and anything else you want to say with what's going on, please feel free. So Devin, uh, go right ahead. We'll pass the talking stick over to you, brother. Welcome back once again. Awesome. Thanks. Can you guys hear me? Sounds good. Awesome. Cool. Well, my name is Devin. I'm from Vancouver, BC. Um, I've just kind of been here just, you know, every every once in a while, I'll see the hangout and I'll get on and, you know, talk about really cool things. I've, uh, it was like maybe a year ago I did ayahuasca. And ever since then, I've been completing my dharma just every day for the past year. I've just kind of been going through memories and emotions that I felt long time ago that I, that I didn't know. And it's just a a continual process and I'm just learning and learning every single day, you know, in my meditations with my crystal healing. And before I even went to go do ayahuasca, it was a psychic attack. It was a really dark place where I was before I even come to understood spirituality and whatnot. It was um, a shaman and my teacher still today, she kind of introduced me to crystals and she kind of introduced me to Reiki and it was just an amazing thing. It saved me from being on medications for maybe, you know, long, long periods of times. And it's now a gift that I want to give to the world. And that's just kind of 
where my path is heading towards. So it's just, you know, I'm really, it's, it's really humble to be able to have the awareness and the awareness of this world that it, the spiritual concept that actually exists and just, you know, really humble to be able to know who I am is, and that's, yeah, just like, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, one of the things that, um, sorry, Eleanor said, um, I was actually, I had a dream with ayahuasca and it was to do with like, why, why would you choose someone like, I asked her a question, why would you choose someone like me to, to partake in this spiritual movement? And it kind of was like similar to the story of like, you know, I learned, had to learn what conscious death was before and, you know, how earth was almost given up on. There was like, I guess you could say galactic warlords that wanted to wipe earth off the, not in like a, not like a, a violent kill way, but like in a conscious death way. Like we want to remove earth to create new space for life. It was just, you know, it was just in that way. And, you know, it wasn't until humans really started waking up until they're just like, okay, earth has a lot to give. Earth does actually have a lot to give. We won't just wipe it out to create new life just yet. We'll, we'll heal earth and have her express her fullness. And that's kind of what ayahuasca has told me that's happening to just all of us in general. And it's like, it's amazing to be able just to, to, to know, simply know that. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. And, you know, I practice as much as I can every day. I kind of want to go back to Peru and, you know, train to be a shaman and train in Reiki and just keep the process going as fast as I can. Right. But um, patience is a huge thing that I've had to learn lately. So, yeah. That's awesome, though. It's beautiful. Thanks. I like um I like that little story, the idea that like Earth was almost given up at like, given up on at some point. Um, and again, like to me, that kind of reminds me of the idea that like the story of what's been happening on Earth has been happening for many, 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 many cycles. Like we're, what we're seeing of what we recognize as like you know like the you know the remnants of the history that dates back for the past like you know barely like less than ten thousand years is kind of like what we recognize as our period, but you know this gets into the idea of like ancient cultures and everything like that but yeah it's crazy just to consider that has earth like kind of like literally kind of like gone through like all sorts of rises and falls and to the point where other people are just like oh my god this place is a mess you know like like why are why are we doing this and then you know collectively they're just like no like there's still hope like let's give it like one more try and maybe that's us maybe we are that one more try we are that precipice we are like that that axiom where like everything yeah. is kind of going to go one way or the other kind of thing right. um yeah. which is like a, a super you know like that's that's the quest that's this epic quest is to kind of like live for our survival in a lot of ways and um i'll just say this and pass and talk and stick around to anybody else and we'll just kind of go through conversation topics and i'll go over the list again in a second as we kind of just like settle through with what we got um when we were talking about planets uh, I, I love the idea that again words kind of like reveal to us more than what we often see them as but the word planet you know like literally plan it like plan yeah. it out to me is is just kind of like so obvious that it's just like okay what's the purpose of a planet is to plan it so it's just like okay here's the plan let's do it here's the planet so you know the planet is like the petri dish and everything like that that things are kind of coming to fruition they're the matrix they're they're the hologram where things can take place um and also just putting the idea out there kind of what 
you were talking about like the spirit of the mother ayahuasca and, and everything like that uh just the idea of thinking of like the earth as like uh, a, a single a single identity you know as being like a personality you know sure. like each planet literally kind of has like a bigger soul to it so you know you got earth and then you got like jupiter and saturn and like each of them are kind of like these like soul beings that are kind of like communicating to each other and to us it just looks like these big balls floating through space but on like a higher dimensional plane these are like actual like entities that are like communicating in ways that we don't usually recognize as communication but um yeah just putting those ideas out there is pretty cool sir can i say something quick go go for it Devin. say as much as you want because um I think I was reading. I was reading in a book somewhere, but like Mother Earth, she has like chakras herself. Like Peru yes. is like somewhere in like South Africa. Uh, Peru is actually like Mother Ayahuasca. That's right where her her heart chakra is, and like she has a crown. Like the Northern Lights are the ex- the the expression of her crown chakra connecting to the cosmos, and like she she is like a a very live being, and we came from her and we reflect her. Like our bodies are the same as her, is the same as her body. She has arms and legs and you know in that kind of sense but yeah it's really cool awesome Devin. you did real good totally totally eleanor did you want to jump in we are her children yeah uh, uh, her original name is sophia she agreed to come down embodiment oh okay Uh, yeah we call her gaia it's mother sophia and she is our mother literally I don't know if anyone here has learned or knows of grounding, but um, it uh, can be taken for face value, but it's intricate and, and more than just uh, connecting. You can also heal, literally, and look up a town in uh, Alaska who healed the whole town from wheelchair to standing up kind of healing um, just by grounding literally, uh, with the earth and connecting with the earth in a major way. So I just thought I'd put that out there that she heals us. If we get back out in nature, spend time barefoot connecting and visualizing, connecting with her crystalline heart center. But you're absolutely right. She has her own chakras and it's, it's amazing. She has her own consciousness and she's the one that's making it very turbulent right now because she's moving into 5d actually, I think has, so I'm going to pass the stick because I'll keep going. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a lot more to go through there for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So just keep, keeping the talking stick, keeping the talking stick available for anybody else who wants to just jump in on this point with what we're talking about. I know there's like a million directions we can go guys, but that's I half the fun. Ayahuasca. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, uh, chaos. Did you want to jump in? Let me just check your microphone. Yeah, I was just going to go say the, the communication it's so pivotal that uh, we're, we're able to start communicating with one another. We have these abilities like Mother Earth, healing, and then um, it, a lot of it starts in our thoughts. That's where the creation of so much is comes right from here. And so it's a matter of being able to identify this thing, not as me or who I am, um, rather me, uh, the tool that I use to to experience this and then the, the emotions as well to be able to use them as a tool because we are not we are not our thoughts and we're not our emotions these are things that we use to create our very experience and so when we're walking into talking about technology it's like even 
think the human mind can conceive of what type of technology we're about to walk into, meaning an inner technology. For, for me to even sit here and think about it, it's, it's just almost mind-blowing. And so we can sit and plan all this stuff. All, oh, I think it's much than what any of us can imagine. We, we are. You said that very well. We are not our experiences. We are not what we've been through. It helps make, bring lessons and growth, but it's not who we are. Therefore, that's why we need to let go of the past. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean not to learn about the past. You know, it's two separate things. And is that confusing? Does that confuse yeah. anyone? No, just embrace it. It doesn't mean not to journey back to our authentic self in every aspect when we came here, our first soul life in the beginning of who we are here, but bad things that create the negative emotion, like you were saying, we need these in, in our life and, and they're integral and part of our growth, but you can't hold on to them. You have to work through them and surrender them to move on to the next phase of learning. Mm. Well, that's the hard part because we're such so emotional beings, very, very emotional beings. So that's a hard was a hard thing for me. And you know what, um, uh, Brendan? Before in the beginning, I forgot to say how I bring light and how I help raise consciousness. And the very first and most empowering thing is truth. I spread truth. I'm adamant about truth. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I know what resonates in my heart space, and I discern. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's okay. But I will speak the truth whether anyone wants to hear it or not. And that's how you wake people up because you plant those seeds. You know, you just continually spread the love and the light and the truth, which is the dark, and that's the part that you need to surrender and let go of. Okay. Well, I've, I've, uh, I've, the truth is the dark, you said. I've, found, I've, I've come to find the absolute exactly. truth is love itself. Yes, yeah. truth that I know of. Yeah. We are love. Period. We are love and light. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 It's a very interesting thing when you kind of like shift into the idea of understanding that like we literally are light again, you know, like, I mean, it's, I don't know, to some people it may not like have like that much of a weight. They're just like, Oh, well, yeah, of course, like science dot, dot, dot. But it's just like the deeper understanding of realizing that like light as it's nature is not even just something that like exists in the way that we perceive it within this physical spectrum. Like that's only an aspect of how light functions. We have to understand that light is like this like internal, like golden fluid that like goes inside and through like things at a molecular level. It is like the, the, like the hypernet that, that everything travels upon or something like that. Like it is fundamental uh, to like the, you know, kind of even, um, you know, gentle chaos was saying that like, the idea of like uh, internal technology, like it, it operates, it, it is powered through light and everything like that. But again, you know, it also goes back to the interconnectedness of just like, oh, I'm light, you're light, we're light, you're light, we're light, I'm light, we're light. Um, anyway, it's just getting silly. <laughs> it uh, also gets back to the, the power of now is being able to live in the present all the time. And that's the part of let it going of the past, not thinking of the future, because then you know you don't live. You're not mm -hmm. living in the present. And that's so important in every aspect of our life. Totally. totally. And it's not easy. Mm -hmm. But it's, you have to, it's something that, it's a constant work. 
Yeah. And I, and I think um, I'll just say this and again, just passing the talk and stick around as well. Uh, I think, you know, really being able to not be too hard on ourselves personally is an important part of the journey, but also still holding ourselves accountable. So it's like, again, you know, like that, that, that balance between like honoring our past and, and, and being able to like love ourselves, forgive ourselves, um, while still understanding that mistakes are part of our nature. Uh, we're not expected to be perfect. Uh, you know, what is perfect kind of thing. Like, I think, I think when we honor our mistakes, that is actually a part of us stepping into our perfection to realize that we aren't perfect. It's kind of like this weird, like, kind of like, doesn't make sense kind of thing, but it actually does to like, we're perfect and knowing that we're not perfect kind of thing to honor that. I I was just going to say that it starts with forgiveness and you said it, boom, it has to start with forgiveness of yourself and every other yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. Can, yeah, but you have to really do it, not just say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and again, you know, it's this, it's this balance, uh, and again, it's kind of like moving into like how do we heal things on a bigger scale. I think it is like a, an idea of like, um, not necessarily always just like forgiveness outright. Like this is this is kind of a big topic, and this is where it like kind of gets into some of like the darker stuff and everything like that. But again, you know, like I think I think um, a true light guardian isn't someone who's just going to be like, "You get forgiveness, you get forgiveness, everyone gets forgiveness." It's just like Oprah all over again, right? Um, but but before, like forgiveness is something that kind of like must be uh, a gate that is stepped through uh, once someone has kind of like proven themselves to be present for the lessons at hand and also to be able to like make sure that someone is in some form of a way being held accountable for their actions so that they don't repeat through another cycle because the worst thing you know and again like this is like some serious next level stuff in a lot of ways but like it can be very damaging for a light worker to just be like, be like, Oh, it's okay. Like we forgive you and stuff, stuff like that. And then the person's just like, Oh, cool. And then they just repeat the same mistake that they did, you know, mistake, which could sometimes be like a very serious thing that could actually impact somebody else's safety. And then so suddenly, because like you were so quick to forgive them without holding them accountable, that it actually created this weird illusion where they kind of like didn't learn the lesson. And then they repeated a pattern that can inflict harm on other people and stuff like that. And I think like, geez, guys, like, I mean, without me having to say it, like the spiritual community, like there is a lot of darkness within it. Um, some of like, some of like the people who are like, even like recognized on like bigger social media scales, like have some like pretty, you know, stuff that is not like super uh you know yeah like it's pretty dark stuff and everything like that um so i mean uh, again you know i think i think being able to like hold each other accountable is is important especially when it's something related to like other people's safety and and like without me having to like directly say it um i'm kind of like thinking it in my head but like this is like seriously and again like whether we're going to talk about a lot right now we don't have to but i just want to address it um in particular i'm talking about things related to sexual assault uh basically uh in, in a lot of ways like this is something that is so freaking common that it it's it's unavoidable at this point and personally um you know i've been thinking about this lately because it's actually kind of like it's something that's come up in my reality and and i can like kind of feel it in my chest chest just thinking about it but like for me personally like i am working on stepping into my role as a guardian for people who have been victims of sexual assaults 
And so I think, I think that's like a very important thing to be able to do. It's not something I would expect everyone to do um, because it is like such a heavy topic. But again, like the reason for doing this is to be able to help change patterns that if they aren't addressed, will continue to repeat. And, and so like, that's again, like where kind of like the, the light guardian will be able to like step in and like call someone out on bullshit or something like that in, in a very simple way. So, I mean, again, like this is kind of going back even to what uh, gentle chaos was talking about uh, related to like the pizza gate stuff as well. It's like, it's, you know, it is connected and everything like that. Like if everyone just ignores it, it doesn't go away. It just continues to repeat itself. So like, let's look at the stuff that a lot of people are like potentially ignoring or are either completely ignorant of uh, in some cases. And um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a hard thing, but it's a, it's a real thing. Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, gentle chaos. Let me just, I was just saying that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the first thing that, uh, um, tells the victim is don't you say anything. So this is a big hush hush thing that's going on. And it's a tool that are using to keep us spiritually just knocked down because I, I come to know that we are all connected. Like off of their numbers, it's 800,000 a year in the United States alone. But a large percentage of that is getting molested, is getting uh, uh, tortured. We as the collective are feeling that. Yes. I, under, I could understand how people don't want to talk about it because I was, I was touched wrong when I was younger. My mom was molested when she was younger. So I went through the whole process of healing it. And so now I understand working on Pizzagate, I have... 67 year old ladies that are ready to you know knock me with their bag because i'm because i'm willing to talk about something that many won't because it's a very uncomfortable topic yes yes and then with that said it's got to be talked about in order to be healed it's got to be acknowledged and we, we live in a society right now where things put it's, everything's upside down right now inside out upside down it's uh it's just bonkers on this planet and so it's about healing it, it's definitely about healing and acknowledging is the first step in, in healing anything uh, we have to acknowledge that it's even an issue and most there's majority don't think it is you know? yeah definitely um thank you gentle uh who was, I was just gonna say something Devin, go right ahead yep yeah just like um like as i've been learning through my process um i was surprised to know that like the things that affected me did the way they did. Like everything that's everything that's ever happened to you, it's kind of it's kind of registered in your root chakra. And the things that I didn't take to be as sexual abuse towards myself, because of definitions in society, were in fact sexual abuse. And the thing is, those things can't get expressed out into the open to get healed because of the inhibitors of like shame and guilt in these bottom chakras and it's you know it's it's like a it's it's something that's going to come to like i think this is like what's going to tip consciousness more into into openness and love is the fact that like people are kind of catching on to like what true sexuality is like i did i think that's one of the one of the tipping icebergs in consciousness that's going to heal the planet is that kind of is healing in that area so yeah definitely yeah i, I think 
yeah, I think it's it's going to be really important. Um, and I and I do want to talk about this just for a little bit more, and then we'll kind of change subjects. But uh, does anybody else want to comment on what we're talking about right now? I'm not sure if Eleanor did or Brandon or anyone. Um, it, it's you know you the Pizza Gate. I hate that name. Pedia Gate, whatever the heck you want to call it. It's um, such a uh, crime against humanity. It's so um, massive and the veins are throughout the entire planet, these people in this darkness. And um, that's an epic scale. That's huge. They need to be held accountable. Everyone needs to be held accountable. And when I was referring to forgiveness before is when it's a, a personal thing. Um, the accountability is separate on each other's path. You have to arrive at the point in your life where you acknowledge that you did what you did, forgive self, and so on and so forth. The victim and the perpetrator as well, because we all have our own paths. Um, how can we hold someone else accountable where we don't even you know, know where they are? And that's where I mean that it begins with forgiveness, because if you don't forgive and move forward, you're going to forever live in that moment. So it's, it's kind of, it's really intricately wet, uh, woven. You know, it's not that, it's not simplified, even though it should be. It so isn't. It's like a spider web with a thousand spiders in there. It's just uh, so deep. Yeah. It's very, uh, I've had it in my life and my family as well. So I do understand it on uh, many levels. And yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. I'm surprised this came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, you know, like I honored all of us just being able to create like a space where this is something that can be talked about. Because again, you know, it starts in small circles like these, and then it, it kind of, you know, goes outwards as with everything else. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of with what, um, you know, with what Eleanor was saying, and, and what chaos was saying as well. Um, you know, like, I feel like a big, a, a big part of, of what we're observing here uh, is not just like, is not just like sexual assault is the problem. Yes, that's a problem. But the core of it is kind of like rooted in our relationship as humans with power, lust, and greed. And I, and I feel that is kind of like where we get really distorted in, in a lot of ways. Um, and, and again, you know, like related to like the sexual assault stuff, like I think everyone knows someone who has been sexually assaulted or has been sexually assaulted, or even if they haven't been like, you know, there's many different forms of sexual assault. Sometimes it's verbal, sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional. Um, but again, ultimately we're working towards like being able to like have deeper respect for, for your fellow human in a lot of ways, while being able to like hold ourselves accountable for our actions and to be able to check in with ourselves and, and, and God forbid, before we do something that crosses a line where we kind of like have have the consciousness and the awareness to be like, you know, like, like, why am I doing this? What is my deeper intention? And oftentimes, you know, again, the perpetrators of sexual assault are also also the victims of sexual assault in, in a lot of ways. So it's like, sometimes it, it's not just about like, taking the person who's the perpetrator and ousting them from society, but rather inviting them into a safe space where they can do their deeper healing in themselves. Because if they're just like, you know, if we're just showing up at their front door with pitchforks and flames and everything like that, that can get a message across, but it's not solving the problem in, in a lot of ways. Cool. Um, Eleanor, go ahead. And then there's just one other I thing just, I want. I just want to say kudos to you. Very well put. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
and and again guys like i uh, i'll say this i'll say this now because it's going to be something that is going to come up later on and it's something that kind of came into my path um so like i either have a choice to say i'm going to do something about it or i'm going to ignore it and because it came into my path it's something that i am choosing to do something about it in particular um there's something that you guys are going to hear about once i'm back from california i'm going to focus a little bit more about it but it's actually i'm very hesitant to be able to get into details now um but it's uh it's pretty big and and basically um it's related to a friend of mine and um, another person who is actually very, very, very well known within the spiritual communities, um, who is who has perpetrated this other person, and it hasn't just been this one person. There's actually been, from my understanding, from their accounts, numerous people that have fallen victim to this person as a perpetrator and obviously a lot of people don't know about this because the person my friend who was the victim kept quiet about it for many years and only within a recent while kind of like said yes this is what happened but again their intention towards doing this was because they wanted to be able to help prevent this from happening again their intention behind like they came to me with this story and they said look like this is what happened can you do anything for me to help with this because i don't just want to do this just to like get the other person you know like whatever i want to do this to help other people i want to do this so that this doesn't happen again so this doesn't happen to other people and so, um, yeah, and, and so it like helps, you know, we can sort of like realize that this is happening and then to change it from happening. Um, yeah, and obviously, like everything kind of has to be like taken, like Steve just posting in the chat, just saying like, how do you know it's true? Um, again, it's something that like, I'm not gonna like full on. It's something that I really, really kind of got to like take small steps with because yeah, it's a very big thing to just like come out and publicly say to someone like hey you're a sexual predator like that's a huge thing to just like say to someone especially if it's like not true and stuff like that and and so like we got to be very mindful of that um from my gut feeling and and from the information that this person has told me i do believe them uh from from my own perception it actually like once they told me about this i was like whoa okay that actually like makes sense um and so i mean like i'll talk to them some more about it to get some more information but uh yeah like i i can't really say much more about that but um just uh yeah again you know like it's not something that like hey i want to just like this is what i want to do but it's just like this is like part of my duty as a light guardian is to be able to help in a situation like this knowing that i can help and, uh, and I think it's going to be a very important thing, um, a very challenging thing for the community once stuff about it does begin to surface. I think it's going to make a lot of people question things. But my intention is not just to be able to like point a finger at that person and to shame them, 
but rather to be able to focus on like the deeper healing that can also take place and the intention of helping prevent this from happening again and to be also, also to be able to give strength to those who have who are victims so that they can speak up as well whether it be related to this scenario or other scenarios because obviously that happens more often than we even know where again people experience sexual assault and just stay quiet about it and you know so again um i want to be able to create a world where where these things are you know ideally removed but right now we're dealing with the process of where we have to look at them we have to heal them and we have to look at them with like a strong heart and and just like a deeper understanding of what it is as to like what this is (sighs) so yeah um yeah, I, I can't really talk more about it, but uh, just uh, if you guys are curious, stick around because it will come up at some point. But again, I think it's pretty important. And that's the thing with the spiritual community. You know, there's a lot of spiritual drama, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's still part of the bigger shift. So again, I just appreciate you guys helping hold space for for any of the healing that is happening. So yeah, uh, let's continue to bounce around um, unless anybody else just had anything that they want to respond on that. Um, Devin, do you have your mic open? Let me just, no, I'm not sure if, if anybody else wanted to say anything on that, please feel free. So um, I might've missed it, but did you say it was somebody known in the spiritual community? Um, yeah. Leader type. I, I don't think I was listening. I just kind of like caught part of what you were saying. And then yeah. For the rest. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, like, I don't know, like, I mean, honestly, some of you could probably like take a, could probably guess, but I'm just gonna end the conversation there. So it's me, isn't it? I'm just playing. It's not no, me, it's, right? It, I hope not, Steve. You tell me, right? We t- we we, t- we would talk about this beforehand, Steve. So okay, I'm not, but I'm paranoid. It's okay. <laughs> oh man, it's hard to even just joke about that but no 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 it's like i know i know what you yeah i appreciate it so yeah um that's 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 a really you know that's you're really you're really like staring right into the darkness of the world yeah you're just kind of saying like i'm going to you know you're you're wielding your light sword and you're trying to you're you're staring right into that darkness and you for you to say kind of like i want to create a world where you know that's kind of that's the that's what a leader sounds like and so that's you know that's really good on you man word man word and uh yeah you know like i I, i'm a reflection for all of us so you know like what i want to be able to do is like you know through this little story maybe even just through people hearing this if i can just like pass on one little thing uh you know like a not little thing but i i want i want people to to be that light guardian not just in in a spiritual sense to them, but also someone who's in a very social sense who if they see someone who may be getting like sexually verbally assaulted on a bus will like stand up and like say to someone and be like, no, that's not right. Opposed to just watching and letting it happen, you know, because sometimes that's like that's equally as, as bad as being the perpetrator is standing by and watching it happen, knowing that you could make a difference. So, I mean, you know, for those of us who know people who have experienced things related to any form of assault, um, it's important for us to just be able to hold space and learning how to hold space is, is a big part of this journey as well. And, and oftentimes, you know, that's just about showing up and listening and uh, again, just being that moral support. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
I, I, and again, you know, like if people do have questions about this, don't really ask me about it just yet. Um, just honor just kind of like the time period and, and it will kind of unfold as it will naturally. So, but if you guys do have other stuff that you want to talk about, like personally or anything like that, absolutely. Please feel free to message me about that. Um, but yeah. Okay. It's about 1143 right now. Like I said, I want to keep this broadcast maybe within like two and a half hours. And uh, we still got quite a few topics that we listed at the beginning of the show. And we have four people in the Hangouts right now. A couple of them dropped out. So thank you to those who were here for their presence earlier. Some of the things, this is just like the big list that I wrote at the beginning. Um, I got mantras, transcending time, dream exploration, what words you are using, communication with younger generations, helping the younger generations with information discernment, raising some vibrations, radiating vibrations, opening the third eye, power of thought and vibration, uh, the energy of the sun, pizza gate, which is kind of what we talked about, communication in general, social consciousness, transcendental reality, digital content distribution, which we kind of talked about, um, artificial intelligence and technology and the head transplant stuff. Um, <clears throat> let me just kind of go up to the top of the list because I was just going to mention this one at the beginning. And uh, I also want to do a tarot card draw. By the way, I didn't mention that at the beginning, but I'd like to do a tarot card draw closer to the end of the broadcast. So stay tuned for that, guys. Um, quick thing on mantras that I just wanted to put out there just as an idea. Uh, with mantras. So again, those are your ohms, your ohm potty hat. Om Mari Padme Homes and your Ra's and your Sa's and anything in between uh, related to like a vocal tonation uh, that is kind of like a sacred frequency or a sacred sort of like verbal uh, sequence. What's actually happening with those from one way of thinking about it is that like when you're doing a mantra, the idea is, is that when you're reflecting a vibration that has been reflected by others throughout time, you are actually synchronizing with every single person who has done that mantra throughout time. And so it's kind of like this idea that like all is now, all is right now. So if you were to do an Om Mare Padme home, which is a lot to do with kind of shifting from attachment to release and from, uh, you know, from sort of greed into generosity and compassion and wisdom. But like when you're doing an Om Mare Padme home, Technically, like what you're actually doing is you're actually synchronizing almost as a form of time travel, if we want to think about it this way, with every single monk who has done that same mantra throughout the past X number of thousands of years. So as you sit there and do Om Mare Padme Home by yourself, you are connecting with the same vibration and the intentions as well as a monk sitting on the top of the Himalayans doing that mantra. So like, I think it's kind of just another idea that kind of adds a little bit of texture and layer as to what we are doing. And obviously there's a lot deeper aspects of the conversation as to like what mantras are doing because i do feel that mantras are kind of creating like a carrier wave for us to explore inner space with and um and sound is a big thing for sacred ceremony and i'm sure Devin could even uh talk a little bit about this um because i know like sound frequencies are a big part of like the ayahuasca ceremonies and everything like that but uh yeah just keeping in mind that idea of how mantras transcend time when you do them you connect with other people who are doing them past and future so it's kind of like synchronizing you into that like collective code in that sense so just putting that out there what, what are you guys thoughts on that or what, what does it make you think of or any other ideas branching off from that please feel free so <clears throat> um anybody on in mantras anyone maybe <laughs> i think that's i think that's awesome um i've kind of also came to that uh 
to that kind of con- conclusion. It was with them. It was actually through astrology that I came to the conclusion that like, you know, we actually, you know, like all the star signs and stuff like that, those were actual beings and, and I guess they're gods. Um, I haven't done a lot on it, but you know, I'll, I, I'll say this a lot. Like before I was into spirituality, I kind of brushed it off. I'm just like, don't predefine me with those crappy, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm not a cancer. I'm Devin. But as I came to know that, like I got to know cancer it's like, like a, a person born between like June and July is like the incarnation of like of his expression. And it's, you know, like cancer, he's, he's within me, but I, I don't know. It's just really awesome. It's, you know, we're, you know, like we came from our parents, our parents came from an awareness from the, you know, that created bef- that was before them, before them, before them, all the way back until like, just like the very original creations, like the very, like the very original gods and stuff like that were, were, were being the, that same awareness is just still being passed down, passed down. And, you know, that very, that very initial and awareness came from, you know, from right the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually know, but I guess like cr- came from creation, the very moment, you know, Shiva and the divine kind of saw each other for the first time. I don't know if that's the very exact time, but everything has gone past down. Like everyone, like all the monks came from that. And it's just before it's, and it's just being passed down. Like we're not any separate from anything in this world. And that's kind of like to kind of see that connection. But um, I was reading a book and he was, he was saying, um, to kind of keep your mantras to yourself because if someone, you know, down the road, hears you say your mantra and you're doing it again, it's kind of like you like telepathically, like um, telepathically interfere or interwine with them. And, you know, your mantra will become their mantra. But I didn't see like a, I didn't see the big deal with that. I was just kind of like, that's kind of cool. That's kind of the point, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And, and again, you know, with mantras, like the word itself is a little bit broad of a definition because sometimes mantras, and I think kind of what you're referring to Devin as well, is like a saying that you will repeat to yourself that emits like a certain thought process, you know, like I am calm or I am strong or I am awesome. And, and these are great mantras that, you know, we kind of like, that's kind of the way how the terms use within mainstream culture to, to a degree. And we'd be like, what's your mantra? And be like, I am awesome or something like that, you know? And I think like the, I am in itself is like a key mantra, but yeah. So there's like mantras are like evoking some sort of intention through the use of vibrations and whether those vibrations form words or whether they just form sacred frequency um, is kind of like one in the same because essentially the words that we're using kind of what we were talking about before briefly within the concept of language the words that we're using right now are made up of super small micro vi- vi- sacred vi- vibrations all of these vibrations are sacred um but again you know when you're kind of like s- sinking into a particular one while meditating it literally allows that to kind of like activate the inner technology that allows us to kind of like traverse hyperspace i mean what what if someone told you that the the that in order to like traverse the multidimensional hyperspace all you have to do is sit still for 10 minutes and do a mantra I bet like, like in some ways, like it actually is like kind of that simple yet. I still feel like 90% of the population would find an excuse not to bother with it. You know, (laughs) they're just like, I don't have time for that. Like what? (laughs) Well, I think I feel like it depends on where you're connecting from, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. connecting from your crown chakra, that's, that's easily done. All you have to do is think of X, you know, all you have to think is like, think of last year and 
you're in last year, your 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 thoughts are in last year, or that you've literally traveled to that time and space. Let's say if you connect there through the route, that's a that's a lot more of a challenge to do that because then you're bringing your whole physical body through hyperspace. But like that's I don't know, it's it's yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's just where you're connecting from, right? It's mm. you know you a person you can be conscious of your awareness traveling back to different dates and times and you know it's just yeah where you're connecting from mm-hmm. word word um eleanor nick did you guys want to add anything to topic of mantras and, and do you have any mantras that maybe you guys use or i like the idea just um in the chat i'll just say real quick and pass it to eleanor um someone was just mentioning the idea of like having a mantra <clears throat> that's uh not not just for you but for for like other people you, you know so like every day you kind of like say like a mantra and be like you know like um you know like i'm just thinking one off the top of my head but you know it's just like love and light for everyone or something like that you know like that that would be the idea or something like that it's like may all beings release from suffering or something like that or like may we all find strength through the power of our heart or something you know it's just kind of like interesting if you're to get into the habit of kind of like thinking this to yourself knowing that as you're doing that thinking of things from like that hyperdimensional perspective of everything being an ocean of energy, you're walking through a grocery store and you're kind of like thinking these thoughts, are they affecting people within like a proximity to you? Some would say absolutely. So um, yeah, it's just an interesting idea to think about all the different ways how you can play around with mantras to help create this reality and getting back to the idea of like, do thoughts actually change this reality just by thinking things or saying things under our voice? Eleanor, go ahead obviously in many ways. And um, what you just brought up, I see as, um, again, it's just words, more of intentions and prayer. And I do that every single day, verbally, whether you think it, usually say it out loud. Uh, to all of my family, my loved ones, I go clear across the planet, freedom, peace, and love, healing, love, and light. Um, I also uh, do uh, surrounding with divine white light, Archangel Michael, bring him in and ask him for love, light, and protection for all of my loved ones, wherever they are, in my home. And I do this every day. I smudge my home, my, you know, and so on. But the own, my um, Padme, I always get it in a tongue-tied. But uh, Om itself, a connection with the divine, it, that's like saying hi to prime creator. If you just said Om by itself, that's like a direct connect uh, to prime creator. And I notice... I do it when I'm near the animals, and the minute I go, oh, that vibration, their head just whips around, and they look at me like there's no tomorrow. I mean, it's just a direct connect with everything. It is vibration. People use it for focus, but within it is the vibration and the connection to the divine, and it's. I just thought I'd throw those tidbits in there, but you know, we all practice it in different ways and do different ones. There's many different ones honoring the divine within you, which has escaped me. Um, just like Salamakajan, Salamaja in Syrian, you know, uh, same thing. It's just awesome. I just love it all. <laughs> you know, I could, I could say more, but you know, we're we're running close. I want to l- let someone else speak. Yeah, totally. I, I love the idea of like, I, I would just um, as an experiment. I'll pass it over to Nick in a second as like. Uh, try oming around animals and see how they respond to it right because they don't have the same filters as us so if you like ohm and then suddenly your dog's just like like you know you're you're on to something there right so um but again you know i was even just thinking uh 
of the idea of how we even see like ohms within nature um and and the wolf is like the first thing that comes to mind you know like the wolf howls like that's their ohm you know like that's like their oh that's their mantra in a lot of way that's the vibration so um and again just the idea with like ohms and mantras and vibrations also keeping in mind if you're trying to convince someone as to why they're worth it it's also like kind of like giving your body a massage at a molecular level and and i think whenever you like vibrate anything with sound it kind of like moves it into this uh, transmutable state where it can shift so if you're like trying to like change like if you're trying to heal something opposed to just like being like heal 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 it's easier if you kind of like create the base foundation of a vibration and then put your intention of healing into it. Cause it's kind of like, it's vibrating it and then it can kind of like change it opposed to being like static and then just throwing, uh, you know, regular tonations. Cause there's like, there's different ways to throw your voice. And, and this is even like in the first, in the second journey to lucidity movie, you kind of see a scene where the guy's like playing with the water and the vibrations. And, you know, like sometimes it's just like, Oh, do 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 do. I can just talk like this and I can just talk about normal things. But like, sometimes it's just like, you like lower your voice into a vibration and an intention and it like carries a wave and a frequency. And like, sometimes we can do that. We can talk hollow uh, and we don't realize it, but we can also add like layers uh, to our voice that can um, felt. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Nick, go ahead. Well, if you want to jump in on what we were talking, <laughs> you good? She had a good one. She wanted okay, to share. She was just singing. I was just saying, num, 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 num. <laughs> Sounds like light saying. language. Is that? <laughs> Sounds like light language a little bit there. Yeah, it could be. We kind of made that one up, but, you know, who knows where this stuff comes from. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I use, well, Breezy had one, may all beings be happy. Be happy. And the one that I was thinking, I, I wasn't sure if I really used any mantras, but I actually use this one all the time for a uh, secret password, but I'll let everybody know anyways. Um, 5D for everyone. It's 5D for everyone. And uh, I use it. I use it quite a bit. Um, I, I didn't even think of it as a mantra, but I've been been doing that one for at least a year, over a year. So Five trying to everyone. sing that one out to the universe. Yeah, and totally, and and again, you know, like keeping in mind like the power of like music. When, when we can bring intention into it because like a song can be one big mantra you know like mantra is just like an intention combined with a vibration i i think at the very mm -hmm. simplest that's like kind of what we can summarize a mantra as i would say um so yeah again you know this just goes back to the idea of like understanding that we exist in an ocean of energy thoughts carry vibration vibrations create form therefore what are you forming with your thoughts with your voice mm -hmm. Um, you are prime creator. So that's like one of your special abilities is like changing the world with the tendrils and the fingers that we got and they, they thing and everything. But then it's also like the thoughts and the voice. And that's like such a powerful thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so guys, it's about 12 o'clock now. Um, I know uh, I said we were going to get close to wrapping it up, but we do have a couple other topics um, that I just want to kind of scan across. Uh, but 
do you guys do you guys want to talk um about because i mean we can always save some of these topics for other things uh is there anything else in particular that you guys like feel called to talk about from themes related to uh raising vibration opening the third eye uh helping younger generations uh artificial intelligence slash technology head transplants any anything that head transplant one that is that's messed up i'm sorry yeah that's yeah, Devin, you, you brought that you brought that to my attention. Um, what are your thoughts on the head transplant in relation to consciousness? Can that teach us something? Is it are we going too far? Is it necessary? Yeah, yeah I, I think I don't think we're at that we're at that level yet. I think we're still far. I think um, you know, the I think, I'm pretty sure the head's just gonna kind of like reject the whole body. Like I was saying, like your your body's like a a library for you know, all the way up until your ancestors and it's not just going to kind of oh, yeah. connect like that. So, you know, I thought I was, I was hoping it kind of, it would have sparked that kind of reaction, but it's, it's been planned. It's a guy, he's, um, he's, he's like, he's disabled. So he, he can only like speak from the head up and, um, the, the body they're transplanting it onto was a guy that was, uh, he, the guy was brain dead on the body and he's, He'll like he's I think, yeah he's still alive. But then they're gonna like he'll be deceased by the time they get ready for the transplant. And so I just thought like they're spending like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like they've got like a you know a, a five hundred thousand nano diamond edge nano nano blade, and they're gonna connect all the the like the the blood or the veins with like little tubes and stuff like that. You know I just thought like it was a really it's it's kind of like humanity's struggle to kind of to reach those higher planes but not coming from the place where like a grounded place to sort of do it because i guess uh that's 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 why i have to kind of really say for it it's yeah it's a crazy idea yeah but it's not like it's not like it's an an impossible endeavor because like the uh like the egyptians would kind of pass consciousness into you know I don't know myself for sure, but the stories would say that they'd be able to pass consciousness out of, you know, one king's body straight into another body and so to speak. But I think the the Egyptians were kind of, they're more advanced in that sort of way. And so just for doctors to kind of be like, you know, we don't have full success, like you don't have a hundred percent success rate on like kidney transplants or liver transplants or, heart transplants, but they're going to go ahead and try, you know, connecting a whole entire brain to another, to another body. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like, I think we're kind of, it's so interesting. Cause I feel like, ah, oh, like it's just a reflection of us, like kind of like desperately rooting ourselves to our identity of this physical existence despite the fact that we are so much more again you know it kind of goes it, it to me like the idea of like doing a head transplant um uh, from this perspective it, it, it's almost like yeah it's almost like a reflection of, of just like us like trying to like desperately run away from death yeah it's like i don't I, like i don't want to die like please i'll do anything i'd rather you know like do a surgery that probably won't work and and everything like that um yeah yeah and, and it kind of goes back to our, like our power lust and greed in a way because obviously like this guy has some money for it um yeah no it's interesting I, I think i think what i would be more interested in seeing and perhaps even like a more feasible thing would be to like 
create instead of doing a head transplant just take the head and attach it to like a robot body and 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 everything's just kind of like synthetic electronic and everything like that i feel like that would be more possible (laughs) yeah like i feel like hooking it up to another body is just going to be like way more complicated or something like that yeah and then then you're gonna get like phantom consciousness or something (laughs) go ahead that would that would have been a more like uh you know, non-shocking kind of like, oh wow, like they're really going this far with technology, but they're just like, skip the robot, bring me that dead guy over there. We're gonna revive this guy's head because he wants to, or, or something like that, right? So it's just kind of like yeah, that. It's humanity's struggle to like transcend themselves, but it's just like it's it's missing. It's 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 ungrounded. It's missing such an important component like the the spiritual aspect, the spatial, you know, the conscious death, like not like violence death but like just conscious death like that's what we need to transcend in the first place is like i guess that like the the ego in the way or something right but yeah i'm right eleanor i just i just had a thought i'm struggling with all of it (laughs) but uh our soul from what i understand is actually located right in our heart space which is not in directly in the heart but in the middle of the chest and what is that telling us um the soul is not in your head yeah yeah exactly being put on another person's body where the body's not working it's just too it's it's not uh right it's not i'm losing the right word but it's just it's not right. <laughs> it's wrong. Um, and I agree with um, Brendan, you know, I just, uh, things like that shouldn't be done. And if they want to play around to that degree with science, go ahead and put it on a synth as the new TV show had that they came out with. Uh, it's all about synthetic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I just thought I'd say that because that, that's your soul's here. It's mm-hmm. not here. You know, so what's that going to do for that guy? (laughs) That's and and that's a great question, right? Like, where does the soul reside? Because oftentimes, like, we see through our eyes. We we know we think with our brain. Um, Therefore, so many people they identify themselves as just being this, right? So if I take this and put it over here, that's the entirety of me or whatever. But state the obvious, like, no, like we think with our entire body. Like our brain is like one, our body is one big brain. And, and I think that's kind of like a, a shift in consciousness as well Is when you start to see with your entire body and you start to realize that like you're not thinking just with your brain, you're not feeling just with your brain, but you know, there's a the heart intelligence, like the heart has like neurons in its own way. And, and, you know, people are becoming more aware of this scientifically and everything. Um, but yeah, like it's, uh, it, it's, 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 it challenges uh, I, I feel like through these experimentations, um, it in some way will either bring about and like some more questions slash answers related to consciousness and like where it resides from. But I feel like, again, you know, in order for consciousness, in order for science to really progress, we really have to accept the idea that consciousness exists beyond the physical body alone. Like it, it, it'd be. I, I think it would be naive for again for us to like really pursue these like merging of human and artificial intelligence without having that deep rooted spiritual intelligence. Right. And, and I feel like that like even just that term in itself for me really rings a bell. Spiritual intelligence. Like I feel like that should be like a prerequisite. That's cool. But yeah, like, yeah. Like IQ, EQ, and SQ. 
SQ. There we go. <laughs> it's official now. Yeah, yeah. But but because you know, I'm I'm just thinking like, okay, if we're talking about past generations and other planets and stuff like that, surely they've kind of gone through this in their own way, right? And and surely like they would have had their own spiritual understanding. Um, but yeah, you obviously get like different parts of consciousness approaching it from the, you know, different sides of the spectrum. Some will approach it from this purely like physical material base and, and others from like the spiritual etheric. And I think, yeah, obviously when we merge the two, um, it creates a very interesting, uh, dyadic cyclone, but yeah, I would just a little, little bit of, um, just kind of like a survey. Would you guys be open to like getting robotic aug augmentation for your body and stuff like that, or even something as big as like literally getting your consciousness put into a robot? If that opportunity was ever available to you, would you, or some sort of like robotic, not just robotic, but technological enhancements to perhaps enhance your spiritual identity in some way? And, and I'll let that sort of mean whatever it means to you. What do you guys think? Would you be curious? Yeah, I. Yeah, go I ahead. Think, um, I'd be I'd be open to it, but I'm skeptical of the idea of integrating any kind of artificial intelligence along with my own intelligence. Um, so if there'd be a way to like use my own consciousness to operate something like a super strong armor, whatever. I, I might be interested in that mm -hmm. or some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of like if, if I like, I can't really think of anything uh, real significant right now. Like if I, if I could get legs that could, I could get like run super fast or something. <laughs> I fly. Or fly. I don't know if I want to like sacrifice my legs, but I think that'd be interesting. And maybe if a situation unfolded where I needed some legs or something, I'd be yeah. interested yeah. in that. Yeah, I think again, you know, like when we start like getting into this idea of merging, um, you know, like the human body with technological possibilities, to me, it really reflects uh, essentially the limitless possibilities of the astral plane. And I feel like that's kind of like what we're working to within this reality, like within our dreams, you know, we can fly, we can manifest, we can create, we can shoot lasers out of our hands and stuff like that. And then so we're just like, we know we have those ideas. And we're like, how do we do that in the physical, right? And it's just like, okay, maybe we'll like, modify a piece of this and, and add a piece of that and put a thruster up there or something like that. And next thing you know, yeah, we're flying around or something like that. So it's like, are we again, are, are, is this part of like our bigger narrative of like us as gods trying to like reclaim our godliness within this physical plane and, and to in some ways just like step ourselves into a, like a higher level of existence, uh, hopefully for non-selfish reasons. Um, yeah, Devin, uh, what's your reaction to the idea yeah, like, of like you know, augmentation? The whole threat? like, the whole human conscious collection is not yet mature enough or responsible enough to take on those kind of en endeavors I feel in the first place. But I think we're definitely, definitely on our way there. Like there's, um, there's already like scientists in like, um, like Sweden and places like that, that are, you know, they're creating instruments to kind of see auras and whatnot. And, you know, it's our human senses exist on the Roigibiv plane. So, right. So between like red and violet with the, you know, where our chakras are, but there's a whole freak. There's like 
infinite frequency upwards and and downwards and they're creating tools to see auras and stuff like that so let's say like they're able to create a tool that can that can physically like you can look through like these like mag super electronic magnet um glasses and you can see a person's soul they're gonna want to go hey how can we you know how can we how can we like put the soul inside of this they're gonna take a rat's soul out of this and put it into like a bird's body or something <laughs> in those kind of sorts, right? But it's it's gonna to have to come from a place of like alignment and wanting to just how any progress is made. It's the greatest advancements have been because like I wish to create a bigger place of of love and like and and things like that. So you know, I that's what's missing in science, I guess. I think like as soon as, you know, I think there are sisters in the first place, science and spirituality, you know, and it's like as soon as those two kind of rekindle their connection, like how it used to be, then, you know, humanity is just going to jump like light years forward in, in progression. But as it is now, we just, you know, I think like the whole, the whole human consciousness collective has to kind of like do a lot of uh, Dharma work and just take a lot of responsibility before we can, successfully in alignment do those kind of endeavors and whatnot but i don't think there's it's it's not impossible it's so possible we have all that proof already it's just we're not ready for it yet right yeah yeah i feel like um again and this kind of goes back to even what eleanor was talking about the idea that um there's like you know like global spaceships uh, not just global but like like spaceships around earth and, and and other you know cosmic citizens on these spaceships and like maybe they have actually already kind of like dabbled into parts of these technologies and and they could actually like start sharing them with us but they know that like with with this great power comes great responsibility and we as humans like have yet to fully prove that like we are responsible enough to start like dabbling with this technology but I do I do feel honestly that with a basically just reiterating what you said Devin like with a with a good rooted humble foundation and and a and a profound deeper understanding that I would love to see what we can start doing in terms of technology in terms of yeah like expanding um yeah like the abilities of the human uh like capabilities but also um yeah like creating new means for like medical uh ways of helping people um i mean you know even like the idea of being able to like grow uh organs and everything is something that we're seeing a lot more now we're starting to see that and also the idea of being able to grow synthetic meat I feel like that hopefully yeah. will be something that can catch on if people are still fiending meat in the future and stuff without having to kill animals. That would be- yeah, that's a great one, actually. Yeah. There's a yeah. growing, um, it's not, I mean, like growing artificial chicken, but, mm. that, you know, just like it, it tastes like chicken, look, felt like chicken, but it's just <laughs> chicken. That's awesome. There like, you that, go. There you go. Like, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, Eleanor, I think you you had something to say. Uh, I saw you put your hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, let me just check just, the mute. Just really quick, the um, when I brought up the ships, the first most people say, "Well, why can't we see them?" Well, they're all cloaked. Okay, you can't see them unless you raise your vibration to what they vibrate at. You will not see them. On occasion, people do see them because they're able to uncloak themselves. You know, it depends. There's all different um, species uh, from different sources, planets, 
you know, places up there. Anyway, healing, speaking of healing, growing limbs, things like this, technology. Um, I did hear a tidbit that they have finally given the green light to release advanced technology, um, free energy technology, and age reversal technology. So that might be seeping into public awareness soon. It's there. It's available. Uh, Tachyon technology, Palladian technology, this helps us um, get well. Um, also, I, I did catch wind of and totally believe a while back the uh, Galactic Brothers and Sisters were reaching out. The Arcturians are the healers of the universe. They're the healer race. Their ships were looking for spaces in order to land, looking to the suburbs and farmers for land where they could put their uh, ships and cloak them until the time came that they got the green light and did a mass healing. And I mean grow limbs and so on and so forth. So that, I, I believe, that's part of my truth, and I, I look forward to that because humanity is supposed to arrive at this point where we'll all be healed. I was wondering how it would happen if we'd have to stand in line, take a ticket, you know. But no, I guess it's uh, supposed to be across the board board worldwide. They're ready and waiting for the green light. That would be interesting now, wouldn't that? Yes, yes. I mean, again, yeah. it's kind of an interesting paradox where where you kind of like look at the idea of like, okay, like if these alien spaceships and other races exist and stuff like that, and they do have the technology to like save millions and millions of people's lives. Why aren't they kind of thing, you know? And I, and I think some people would be like angry at them and be like, you selfish bastards, just give it to us. Like we could save millions or something. But I feel like, again, it's part of like this deeper story where things have to happen in a reason. And it's not just about, it's not just about a quick fix. You it's hit about, it right like, on the, the nail, right on the head, um, Brendan. Go ahead, Eleanor, yeah. We're a planet of free will, and yeah. um, everything has to come, and it's like a domino effect. It has to happen in the right order, and we have yeah. to do the work. Then it just yes. can come in and save us. Yeah, if we don't so do the work, has, yeah. yeah, then it's like it's a shortcut, you know, and, and, and we sort of like miss the teachings along the way. Um, so, I mean, it, it's interesting, though, because like the word teach and the word cheat – are basically the same word. So, I mean, you can kind of like switch, like um, sometimes, you know, I think it's, I think it's valuable to sort of think of us as like, uh, as of teaching as a way of kind of cheating, but not in a negative way, because cheating kind of like gives us a leg up. It kind of like gives us access to something that might've been hidden in, in some ways. But again, you know, you, you kind of like have to be uh, mindful of like how much cheat or teach you kind of like pass on at once, because if you pass on too much knowledge too fast to someone, then it can be very detrimental. And, and yeah, so like even with a lot of the esoteric teachings, uh, again, you know, throughout like the hidden mystery schools, they do it in layers. They do it in, 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 in levels, you know, they do it in degrees where it's like, okay, like, and so I think that's where we as human consciousness, it's just like, we are still working our way up the ladders, up the rungs of the ladder and, and they're observing us and, and, and they're cheering us on and they're just like, okay, you know, like, keep going, keep going. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Devin. I'm just going to say that like we've come a long way as human beings, you know, it's like, we're not, it's not, we're not in a bad place. We've come a long way, but then we just still got to, you know, got some ways to go. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was just going to pipe in and Brennan say you did hit the nail on the head again. 
and that we were not are not ready at whatever point in time for all of this technology and that was the big mistake at the Atlantean times and the Lemurians and they allowed the darkness to get to them and they were using the highly advanced I'm talking hundreds of thousands of years ahead of where we are now then they were using that for the wrong purposes therefore the great flood came in and buried Atlantis and Lemuria and our brothers and sisters went to inner earth the Agarthans that's where they originate from yeah yeah that, that's that's a very interesting thing to think about related to like the lumerian anti-atlantean mythology and the moon mythology and stuff this like because i don't think we really think about it that much we're just like <clears throat> you know we sort of have this idea of like oh well they had advanced technologies and 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 they were like so ahead of their time but it's just like where did that advanced technology come from and i think that's actually a part of their story because i think I, what we literally saw there is kind of like a reflection of why things are the way they are right now. Because what we saw there was them sort of rushing ahead with access to this technology that came too fast, too soon, and ultimately, in some ways, resulted in the destruction. But again, I don't think the Atlantean story kind of ends there, because I think, like again, that was part of the bigger story. And I think like the trickle down and, and the remnants of it are still present within today and you know like maybe some uh atlantean type stuff like maybe there's still atlantean bases somewhere that we just don't know about maybe and this was like eleanor i'll just put this out there because i've mentioned it before but like i feel in some ways if i were uh consciousness telling a story i would create this mythos where it creates the illusion that atlantis or lumeria i'm just kind of using them as one and the same thing was destroyed and maybe a lot of it was but then there's actually a bunch of it that still exists and again this could actually even be like related to like inner earth and hollow earth and so like atlantis and lumeria is still there it, it's either like kind of like just like like the civilization of it the 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 representation of what it was about is still present here on earth. It's just like not seen up front, but they want us to think that it was destroyed so that we don't actively go looking for them. Cause like, what if the story was, it'd be like, be like, be like, Oh, Atlantis. Oh no. Like that just like didn't get destroyed. And they're over there. But instead it's like, no, they got destroyed. Don't go looking for them though. Or something like that. When they're actually still with us and, and they have the advantage now because they think that, we think that they think that we think that they were destroyed when in fact we know that they think that that's what they think we think when we actually know. <laughs> that's very, all part of very meta. what the Cabal was doing. The Cabal that didn't go all this time was hide our history. Everything was a lie. That's all. I'm all about the truth. We've been lied to about our history. They took sacred texts. They buried them, burned them. You know, the, the, the uh, uh, Alexandria the museum and the history and all of that and what they did and, uh, throughout the years that they've created a mess by taking from us all our history, the truth of it. And that's part of it right there. Lumeria, what's Lumeria? Most people have never even heard of it. Never mind believe in Atlantia, Atlantis. And they're under the water. They're there. And their descendants are here. Like you said, uh, hollow earth as well as inner earth, you know, they're here. Yeah, they're just a lot of a lot of them were lost, but some of them, you know, survived. Yeah. It's amazing, it's fascinating. Now Zora of Inner Earth, he teaches us here now how to heal, how to own. Because you brought that up, our God power, our Goddess power that's within, we can use that to actually heal ourselves and others if you do it properly. 
you can bring in the divine energy. So that's food for thought too. So I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think, um, uh, what was I going to say exactly? Um, hmm. Yeah. About the inner earth actually. Cause again, you know, like I think uh, what we need to keep in mind and, and Devin, I, I feel like you would be able to just like talk a little bit about this as well is that again, you know, um, the places that we can go to, to connect with these ancestors. And I think it's really important to think of them as our ancestors um, is, is not just to seek them up in the Antarctic and go searching for hollow earth, but to realize that like hollow earth, as much as you can think of it as a physical concept is more kind of relative when you look at it as like an inner space that is with inside each of us. And so like hollow earth is actually like an, an inner plane that can be reached through the dream state. And, and that is where you can go to meet them so like it's not necessary for you to like go like take a ship up to the antarctic and die trying to find it or something like that like it's they know this and that is why like they they did like elements of them still exist within these hyperdimensional astral locations that some would say are very real and are very like anchored into that dimension so like you can search for them by finding your own path within yourself and being able to develop your your abilities as a lucid dreamer as an astral traveler to will yourself there and and i think this in itself is kind of like the threshold that prevents other people from just stumbling upon it some people will some people will kind of get like shown inner earth and they'll be like holy shit like is this real but like for the most cases it's not accessible until you have the key to open it and the key comes from your own dedication to these esoteric sciences to these practices um that take time so it's kind of like they don't have to worry about like you know like joe schmo accidentally finding inner earth through their dreams unless joe schmo is meant to find inner earth through their dreams kind of right. thing um but yeah Devin, i know you've talked a little bit about yeah. how you had um, a if you remember the story i do um, yeah was, go ahead and recap it was a bit after you know it was like as i was learning more about uh, spirituality i became really zealous that you know i have ayahuasca this this earth like the whole earth being there for me as like a teacher and so like with with my like as i got very zealous and i just you know i've always been about astral projection and lucid dream. like as soon as i like saw an article about it on the internet i'm like i'm going there and so first thing i do is like i try i ask to project get out of my body fly towards the earth and then suddenly I feel this really strong pull and I'm thrown right back into my body. And, you know, I go to my bathroom and I start puking, all this stuff out, right? It's this really, really intense experience. And it really scared the crap out of me. And it made me kind of, it, it created such an amount of respect for uh, spirituality and whatnot. And it was for the fact that I, I had to. Oh, did okay we might have a glitch there i think devin might have just blipped out there um okay oh devin you still there yeah yeah i think it's fine okay go ahead oh, was that my internet eh it's good though you're good what'd you hear last uh yeah you were just puking oh okay i was puking but yeah what's to do with my um just like the dharma and you know like i haven't put enough love into my body yet to be able to handle that kind of astral projection and experience and so i think i might have lost you guys again no we're good oh, okay yeah just like i just have to like 
feed enough light into my body to be able to hold enough of that. And, you know, there's still past experiences I need to heal before I can, uh, before I can do something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of, I got to like what I feel like was the gate to Agratha and then I got pulled right back and it's just, I have to finish healing my body and put enough light into my body to kind of before I'm able to go and learn those things because if you're just being overzealous and you try and you, I was, you know, my intention back then was to go to Agatha, come back and be like, yo, guess where I went? I just went to Agatha. You know, it's <laughs> that can't be the reason for yeah, me to go like to Agatha. You know, I, kinda, I had to learn that. I had to learn that the hard way. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's not something to be about. It's something to actually embrace. Like I'm going back into like humanity. It's not, you know, it's not like a, it's not a toy, you know, like the archaic records, something like that. It's not a toy. Like my, uh, my teacher was telling me and she was getting strict with me, like angelic shaman woman, you know, she's super nice. And she was giving me quite the pep talk, but it's like, I felt like the divine kind of put that there for me to kind of be like, I'd see like, don't, it's not a game. It's not a toy. It's something to be really respected. And then, you know, humbling, humbling, humbling. Got to do a lot of that. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. And I, and I think that's beautiful that you've had that experience. Um, just as kind of like an echo for all of us to be able to experience through your experience, knowing that that's like something that can happen where, um, yeah, like you really kind of like, have to check in with yourself in order to be kind of like invited into these other ways of experiencing reality. Um, like it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you can't really be serious about this, this uh, spiritual exploration of, of the cosmos um, while still like bullshitting your best friend about something exactly. superficial or something, right? Like you exactly. really got to leave all your bullshit at the door. And that yeah. can sometimes take like generations uh, of, yeah. of healing. Exactly. You know? Like I have to go back and heal like ancestral damage yeah. before I could like consistently lucid dream and do things like that. It's, it's a full integration you know, it's a full process. It's not just like a, it's not just like a endeavor. Yeah. 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 Now, now I do have another idea. And again, we're going to get close to wrapping this up within the next little bit, but I'm totally like, I love this conversation. So keeping it going longer is totally cool with me. Um, but with related to dream exploration and exploring inner space and stuff, um, and, and just a side note, like in relation to Agartha and everything like that, like this is this is something that appears throughout a lot of cultures. A lot of different cultures kind of have their own version of inner earth. And, and I think that's actually like worth looking at because I feel it's within the like the last maybe like 100 years, 200 years that we've kind of like... Um, loss not loss but 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 there's kind of like been a distance that's been uh created between ourself and this knowledge whereas like 500 years ago or maybe in different parts of the world this was very prevalent this was like a part of their day like a, many people kind of like lived as as like spirit walkers between the worlds where you know like they would go to sleep and they would like present be present within agartha you know like on a regular basis and then they would come here into the physical and they would kind of have that level of consciousness where it's here it's just something that it's been so distant from us for so long that it sounds like it's just a myth 
And, and unless you've had that direct experience, it's hard for you to believe. But again, you look at ancient cultures and you have like the stories similar to Agartha. You have like Mount Maru, which is kind of like within the Hindi and everything like that. Um, just keep an eye open for it because you see that every sort of culture has its own version of like an inner earth. Uh, and again, seeing that as a metaphor for like the inner astral plane as well. Um, but what I was going to say is that within the conversation we were talking about, about like technology and technological augmentation correlating to spiritual advancement, I've always had this idea for quite a while and I feel like it's just an interesting prospect and it must exist somewhere out there in the galaxy because it keeps coming through me. Um, but I don't, I really don't hear a lot of other people talking about it, but I've talked about it in past broadcasts and I'll just share it now just as an idea to put out there and get your guys thoughts on it. But basically the idea is, is to like be able to create a form of technology that allows us to augment our dream experience. So in the same way you would augment your reality and augment sort of means to like add a layer to what it is that you're perceiving. So augmented reality, for those who aren't familiar, if you're like, you know, driving in a car an augmented reality would be like your windshield would have another layer of digital graphics on it that would tell you how far away that stop sign is or tell you like how far until the next gas station or something. It would be like extra information put up there. Or maybe if you have a contact lens in, you like look at someone and it would tell you like who their name is and everything like that. It's kind of like these different versions of stuff we've seen in sci-fi movies and stuff. But what I'm thinking about is like a form of that concept related to how we experience the dream dimensions so that every night when we go into dreaming, it would almost be very parallel to how we experience accessing the internet right now. So in the same way you sit down on your computer during the day and you go to Google and you're like, take me here, you know, you would go into your dream and you'd be like, take me to this place. And, and it would actually be kind of like logging into a server or logging into a domain or going to a kingdom. And then within this, it would allow through, again, through the augmentation of technology integrated with like the, 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 level of intelligence that would be required to create this experience you'd be able to go into a dream theoretically if this was working at a prime level lucid every night and be able to like actively like choose what it is that you want to create within your dream so every night you go into a dream and it would just be like the best virtual reality experience that you could possibly imagine but also with an integration of a spiritual awareness so that you could actually like go and like actively like access um, other spiritual dimensions that maybe we wouldn't normally be able to get access to or like call upon like certain beings to be able to communicate with them. But again, like this is where it gets into this whole thing because like you can't just like give complete access to the entire kingdom. You would think that if this is even considerable as a possibility, you would need to like be able to still create boundaries for people to adhere to. Otherwise, this is just like opening up the door to the astral planes for too many people too much and it would just probably be so chaotic so you can see there's kind of like a yin and yang to this concept um but again just the prospect of being able to augment our dream reality to me feels like it's something that exists like it feels like there's already a future where that's a thing you know like even from a commercial point of view you can imagine how people would be able to promote that uh, through you know like just commercialism and stuff would be like be like are you tired of forgetting your dreams like now go to sleep every night and dream about having sex with beautiful women guaranteed you know and like people and <laughs> so you can imagine how they could sell this like from a from like an egotistical point of view and just focus it on the, the material experience of it but 
of course, I would love to be able to see like the deeper implications of being able to go into, uh, you know, like the spiritual exploration as well. Because I mean, the fact is, is that right now, yes, through consistency and practice and esoteric sciences, we can create consistency within our dream recall and our dream experiences, but it's not always consistent. And, and, and it does take a lot of work that most people just like aren't at that level to. So like imagine that like we could create a switch that would basically turn lucid dreaming on for people, lucid dreaming and beyond for more people. So it'd be like every night you go in there and you know, some people would go into their dream and they'd be doing it for like, they basically be playing like call of duty in their dreams or, or video games in their dreams. Some people would just do that. But for those who want to like spend the night in the Akashic records, going through libraries of ancient knowledge, they could do that as well. So again, you can see the yin and the yang of this, but just uh, what do you guys think of that concept? Does that, does that sound familiar to you? Like, does it sound like something your soul recognizes or, or do you think it's like, don't, do you think that's Pandora's box? Do you think we should just like not open that? What do you, what do you think? Basic thoughts. Uh, Eleanor, go ahead. I don't, I, to me, as you're saying it, I understand completely what you're saying, and it's awesome. And I wish I had lucid dreaming. I keep uh, putting the intention out there. But with that being said, my first thought when you're saying that, and last thought, is if you can lucid dream, you can already do that. Isn't that right? That would be the basic idea, but even this would be like lucid dreaming 2.0 where, yeah, where there wouldn't correct. be like, there, there. it would take away like the, the inconsistency of it. So like every night you're just like, I want to go here. Boom, it's guaranteed. Whereas lucid dreaming, it's like, uh, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Depends on your focus. Okay. That was my only thought that, yeah, but I, I hear you. So I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you know, like as an advancement of a spiritual consciousness, this to me is just like such a next level crazy um, path for, for human potential to explore. But it's like, how the hell do we augment our dream reality experience? Obviously you're getting into like sort of like nanotechnology or I don't know. I don't know how we would do it, but I feel like it could be something. Devin, what do you think? Would you no, <laughs> too, too uh, scary or no, not too scary. It just, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about before. I think it, it'd be too fast or yeah. <laughs> some sort of that. Like, I feel like, you know, humans, we've had to survive with like absolutely nothing. And it's, it's kind of like a, you know, a make it, make it easier for me kind of, kind of task, but it's for like the, it's like for the right reasons. And so it's kind of, there's like a conflicting kind of conflicting kind of thought there, but I'm like human beings, we have like, we're already so equipped with like amazing technology. Like back when we were just like tribe members surviving in the rainforest, like you know, a woman, just like a single woman in a tribe. It was, it wasn't a feat. It wasn't something miraculous. It was just the way of life. Like the women were so connected to the earth. They could be like, plant the crops over there tomorrow because it's going to rain. Like that's how connected they were to like the spirits and the earth and things like that. And, you know, men would be able to like, there's like, they, they had like super hearing, like they're able to hear a wild boar, like four miles away. And, you know, they'd go and hunt it and things like that. So it's, more of a connection and like what I see the dream world as and what ayahuasca has showed me, shown me it to be is not, is, well, it's not, not anything, but it's, 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 it's like, it's literally grounded on this earth. It's not, you know, what the connotation behind dreamed is that it's a fantasy land or that it's like a make-believe land, but that's not the question. That's, that's not the truth at all. Like the spirit world is like here grounded on our earth 
And we as humans have depended on that for years, millennials to kind of get through, like we'd go to sleep and people would walk about and just kind of go play. Like, you know, they talk to, to plant spirits, like where, oh dear spirit, where should I plant this and that? Like our communication with that world was top notch. We don't need, I don't think me personally, I don't think we need any super advanced technology to be able to do what we're already able to do, to do, to be who we already are. And that's that kind of rift I see it. Though I do think it's like a, a it's it's like the best idea I've ever heard to kind of get people launched back into that, into that, um, into that kind of like scenario where it's like the spirit world is real. Like it's it's mm. it's not just like you know when people are about spirituality, it's like this was the way of life. Like spirit, the spirit world is the way of life, and it's like to be able to connect to that, it's just like so much work, and that's where that kind of like that's where I'm kind of torn. Like, do we, do we say goodbye to kind of advancing so quickly in technology to reconnect with the earth or do we go ahead with the idea? But it's, you know, I, I think there's going to have to be like this balance because being able to lucid dream is not like, um, to me at least, it's not like, you know, this was before it, it's like, you know, like the, I want to lucid dream to like have sex with beautiful women all night. Cause that's, what's going to be like gratification and love and pleasure to me and that's like that's perfectly okay but in the bigger picture it's like what is the quest of lucid dreaming is to like that reintegration like as we as humans reintegrate different dimensions and archetypes in ourselves, i feel like the earth is just going to like reintegrate the different dimensions here on earth that include that spirit realm that dream world and things like that because i personally believe that like um, it's just like a like a belief that I hold. It's like that the dragons will then, the dragons are going to ground themselves on this earth, like in some at, at some point in time, as humans go on. Like we can have the most amazing technology in the world, and these dragons so connected to the to the love deeper, like the very love that the earth is connected to. Like, you know, we're grounded in earth, but what is Mother Gaia grounded in? Like, where's her ground? Like, where's what is the expansion of her root chakra? And like these dragons have that knowledge and we're going to get to that point where we can have the most amazing um, spirit world, like technology nanovisors and the dragons are going to come back. They're going to land, put their raw physical paws or claws on this earth. And with their awareness and the amount of conscious presence that they have in their power, they're going to breathe purification into our world or something like something like that but like you know there's there's masters and just these beings out there and there's like your brain is already hooked up to like the most amazing technology there is and it's just like you just got to believe that it's there and like allow it like open up to that truth because like we as humans already have that but yeah just like i think it's one of my sacred um sacred quests is being that person like my left arm attached to the to the human realm and my right arm attached to the spirit world and bringing them together as one. And so it's like, you know, just like not as like a, like a, an amazing feat, but like to bring back the way of life that humans and spirits were intended to have with each other. Like they're just like our neighbors and, you know, we've kind of been separated from them. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying that like the way we get back there is there's no right or wrong way. But I think that, you know, there's going to be a divine order. And, you know, if, if, 
like I said, like when I went to Agartha because I was being super zealous and over, you know, I was just over anxious to get to like, you know, I want to get spiritual powers. Like telepathy is real. I'm going to use it to do this and that. And, you know, I think that's where we're at in humanity with technology is saying like, you know, you know what, calm down. You need to get reconnected. Cause like, I'd rather right now as I am be able to kind of be one with that earth, like know when it's going to rain and have a, have a community set up in that way. But that, that in itself could feel like it's a far-fetched dream, but I believe that's like, that's who we were in the beginning. Like that's like, that's the light and spirits we were in the beginning when we still have that power. And I think, you know, it's taking a step back and going there to access it and, you know, become one with the roots and, you know, kind of have mother Gaia in our heads and see like, what's her plan. Like she's our mom, like she's our creator, you know, anything we have, it's going to kind of, you know, it's going to come from her, but I don't know, I'm starting to, starting to ramble, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's not a right or wrong thing, mm-hmm. you know, like what if, what if they do build these nano visors and, you know, all of a sudden everyone's like, wow, like we used to be able to do this as humans because they're launched in the spirit world. And now all of a sudden they come out of the, they take their nano visors off and they're like, I want to go do that again. And they go outside and they, they go, they step on the earth and they become grounded. Like, I don't, I don't know what the order is particularly, but that's just like, that's who we already are. And it's like, when it comes to my skills with lucid dreaming, it's not, there's no skills at all. It's just being willing to open up to those like divine planes and, you know, consist, it needs to become your way of being like the shamans. When I saw in Peru, it's like, if, if I were to say like, Hey man, can you lucid dream? They kind of be like, they'd be puzzled. They can be like, um, what, what do you mean? I'm like, they're, they're like, it's integrated into their, into their physical bodies, the connections to these spiritual worlds. And that's, I feel like where we need to like put the work and emphasis on is just like opening our bodies, like truthfully to love in those dimensions and lucid dreaming will just become the way of life. It'll just be what is, it won't even be called lucid dreaming because the, the human and the spirit world will just be one, you know, that's just, you know, it's a common thing to do. It's just, you know, it's just easy, but yeah, I'll stop, I'll stop there. So I'm rambling. Spitting, spitting truth, man. Spitting fire. Ow, ow. That was awesome, man. <laughs> Dude, totally. I, I think that's, that's absolutely beautiful. Um, again, what you were saying there and, and it's just like, yeah, like that is so much of what our quest is uh, as as humans, as the hues of mana within this reality is for us to be able to, again, like reintegrate like our spiritual identity with this physical plane, knowing that it is all spiritual, like this physical plane is still spiritual. And I think like as you awaken within the astral realms and within the lucid dream states, that's when you start to realize this. And even within through the psychedelic experiences, you realize that like, oh, my God, these magical spaces within me is the exact same thing that's around me right now yeah and so like it, it, it's it's not like what's around you that changes it's how you see it and, and i think that's where the keys are that's where the paradigm shift uh is a very real thing you know so um yeah dude totally and again you know going back to the idea of like augmented uh dream reality and everything like that um yeah for those of you who are interested in it i'll just kind of plant the seed because stay tuned because like some of you may have heard like i've mentioned this before like i said but this is like part of a concept that's actually within like a story that i want to be able to create eventually down the road probably into like an audio story 
uh, or a full length movie if I have like a million dollars to spend on graphics. But um, yeah, and, and the story of that is called Wings of the Gods. Um, which again, is kind of like the, that would be like kind of like the essence of the story. It's kind of like man's kind of like reclaiming, like, like literally that, that con. I, I just like that term, wings of the gods. So it's like that's kind of like what we're doing. We're like finding our wings again, and and so I, I agree that as like the human consciousness continues to unfold, there's a lot that our free will allows that for us to kind of like take a tool. And I think that's what technology is. Technology is a tool just like anything else. And we can kind of like use it for one thing or another. Obviously it can be used for the benefit of good, but it can also be used to distance us and to distract us from ourselves. So, I mean, I think before we kind of like get into the habit of seeking these tools, the real work begins with working with what we got right now, right here with like this body, right as it is. Um, which again, you know, like I think, yeah, it'd be great if everyone just suddenly was able to lose a dream. Uh, maybe that will happen. Maybe it won't. But in the meantime, let's keep working on the natural ways as to how we can experience that right here, right now with what we got so um yeah totally man totally um okay guys thank you so much for being a part of this everyone once again uh what we're going to do now we're just going to get into a final tarot card draw and then we're going to wrap this up and uh then uh yeah again we'll um We'll be doing more broadcasts in the future uh, and stay tuned and connect to me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Skull Babylon while I'm in California or on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Paradigm Shift Radio. And um, yeah, stay tuned. There'll be plenty more stuff coming up. So I'm going to do a quick tarot card draw here. And those of you who have seen this tarot deck before, this is the Ananda tarot deck. And we're just going to do one tarot card draw. And I'm just going to ask you guys to kind of like close your eyes, briefly meditate and kind of put your intention into this and even join and kind of like doing a vocal mantra or anything that you want. And basically this will be a chance for us to put out the intention of show us what we need to see, which is very simple. And that's kind of the, the uh, what I like to do. And again, the basic idea with a tarot deck without getting into full details, it's a way for the universe to communicate to itself through the language of symbols. So this is kind of like a very cool way for us to be able to transcend space time, knowing that whatever card we get right now, has already been decided from a non-linear perspective. It's already there and we're just catching up with that present moment. So let's allow ourselves to be present for this moment and that will take us there. So just invite you guys to close your eyes if you want. Micro meditation, just connect with a moment of oneness within your own breath. So gentle inhales through the nose. Exhales through the nose or the mouth. Just do that one more time. All right, now I'm just going to begin to select the card. So again, allowing each of us, each of us, this is a card for the community, a card for us as individuals, a card for us as a collective. So, oh, great universe, show us what we need to see. <clears throat> I got it. Okay. Let's see what we got here. All right. So the card is, it's in my hands. The card is spheres two. Now don't, don't freak out. It, it's not, it's not a major um, arcana card, but that's totally cool. And let me just see where I can 
pull it up here. Um, spheres two, two of spheres. All right, so this isn't a long one. So um, I'll just hold the image up here so you guys can kind of see the image again for those of you who are just listening to the audio of this in the future. The image is um, kind of a checkerboard in the forest and there's a sphere, a giant glass reflective sphere or, or a, a mirror sphere and it's reflecting the forest and then above it is the night sky with the moon and the moon is a full moon shining back down at it. And you can see the reflection of the forest and the moon on the sphere. So <clears throat> two of spheres, the image, the shadowy appearance of a faraway moon condenses into the consent, into the concrete form of a crystal ball, like a heavenly mirror in which the world in which the whole is reflected meaning. All right. So this is where it gets interesting. Meaning. The field of tension of polar opposites reveals itself in the purest form through the earth element in the two of spheres. The world of duality manifests itself in matter and demands constant attention from humans to maintain inner and outer balance, movement and flexibility, as well as the ability to differentiate and set boundaries are just some of the conditions for a harmonious life in a world of apparently endless contradictions. So I'm just going to reread that part again. Movement and flexibility, as well as the ability to differentiate and set boundaries, are just some of the conditions for a harmonious life in a world of apparently endless contradictions. The willingness to be open to constantly changing conditions and new experience requires a certain uninhibitedness as well as an inner stability and knowledge of the laws of nature. Viewing existence as a game without losing respect and awe for life is an art in itself. Ooh, I love that. That's right in sync with what we're doing. Viewing existence as a game without losing respect and awe for life is an art in itself. Carefree living without being careless and differentiating without judgment creates a challenge to accept life in its variety of possibilities as it is. And then the astrological significance is Venus, Jupiter, opposition aspects. Key words, world of duality, oppositions, differentiation, and setting boundaries, uninhibitedness, agility, multitude of possibilities, ability to learn. Traditional meaning, new, be new beginnings, creating balance, lightheartedness, new order, getting by with little. So two of spheres, there you go. So yeah, uh, we'll open up the microphones if you guys have any thoughts on that. But I think that is very reflective of especially just kind of the last uh, half of the conversation that we've been having in relation to, you know, like technology and, and just kind of like the limitless potential of, of how things can kind of like go in one way given power. And yet it is our, our responsibility to be able to sort of create containers to be able to to stop things from like getting out of hand. So I think... Um, to me, that's kind of, uh, it, it's learning how to play, learning how to create containers, I feel is a very powerful thing within this reality. Um, because then you invite the universe to sort of match the intention of what it is that you're trying to create. If you just start off with like a limitless, endless amount of 
potential and you're just like all right universe like create whatever you want then the universe is just gonna freaking explode everywhere but our job is to crystallize this this infiniteness into individual intentions or containers uh so that they can be something that we can share so that they can turn into a piece of art so that they can turn into an idea so that they can turn into a technology or a creation or something like that so that was just some of what i am um, what i thought of it what, what, what do you guys think Devin, did you want to i love that definition to crystallize the infinite that is mm. awesome <laughs> totally man totally um eleanor nick did you guys have any thoughts on that I, it it was a great card, great reading, and I just I, you put me in a meditative state. It was so great. <laughs> well, that's yeah, good. serious. I was just like taking it all in on another level. Well, I was reading with my like intention voice there. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like borderline <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman. So I mean yeah. that from the heart. Yeah. Thank you, thank you as well. Thank you. Awesome. Nick, did you want to jump in with anything? Yeah. Um, I I thought it was pretty relevant to what I feel is going on, how I'm observing reality, how it talks about the duality presenting itself in clear and its most purest form. And I think that's awesome for us to actually be able to comprehend, um, you know, that illusion of duality and see it for its like full self and then you know meditate past that point and i think that's great our awareness up to that conscious perception you know um did you have comments breezy um i don't know if she actually heard it so that might not be a fair question I did. I, I, what I did hear was that kind of aligned with what I've been experiencing in my life, which is the idea that you can hold two real conflicting feelings. Like you can have extreme love for somebody and then you can also like hate them at the same time. And you can have these two conflicting feelings and that it's also okay to have them because, you know, they are one and the same, just like the yin and yang. That's it. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank you. Breezy. Um, yeah. And, and Nick, just, um, I'm just going to reread because, uh, what you were saying there just kind of emphasizes it within these couple sentences and yeah, like within the description, it says, um, the field of tension of polar opposites reveals itself in its purest form through the earth element in the two spheres. This sentence right here is important. The world of duality manifests itself in matter and demands constant attention from humans to maintain inner and outer balance. So again, to me, it kind of goes back to this idea that like within this bigger shift in consciousness, the more we expand our consciousness, the more responsibility is kind of like asked of us. You know, it's just like, oh, like you see how the game works right now. Therefore, like, you know how to kind of like help create it. You, you no longer have the excuse to stand by idly and watch things happen in the same way. Like you're, you're an active part of this creation process. So what do you want to do? And that's kind of like where the free will comes in. Cause there will be times where, where yes, we can stay off to the side and we have that free will to do that. And we can honor that. 
but know that the universe is kind of like asking of us to kind of like step in to be able to share our gifts, to be able to do free hugs, to be able to create our art, to be able to make a difference, to be able to shift paradigms in that sense. So yeah, no, I feel, I definitely feel the two spheres is kind of reflecting us seeing beyond the illusions of, of this matrix within this matrix and then calling us into the action and, and the, in, and the balance of the inner and the outer as well. So very appropriate indeed. So shout out universe bro fist. <laughs> it's funny. Awesome. All right, guys. Um, with that said, we were pretty much ready to wrap this up, but again, I just want to be able to pass the talk and stick around. Uh, any final things that you guys just want to say to the dreamers tuning into this uh, before we close off this broadcast? Just passing the talk and stick around. Any general things that you guys might want to leave people to keep in, leave a thought to keep in mind? Um, Eleanor, did you want to go first? Just, you know, find your own truth and... Um, uh take it from there. I mean, truth is what is going to open your heart uh, and lose the ego. You know, just lose the ego. It's not about you. It's bigger than that. And um, it's just too big to even go into. But <laughs> it's very simple, that part of it. Mm-hmm. And simply said, but not easily done because our whole life's been about ego, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But that's all love and light to all and truth and truth will set us free. Awesome. Awesome. Eleanor, thank you so much for, for you. being here, bringing your presence. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. And um, definitely. And, and even the topic of ego, I feel like that's something that we'll always get into for future broadcasts. Cause I, I know a lot of people are just kind of like, be like, be like, it's not just about losing the ego. It's about like taming the ego kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's about losing our old relationship. Of, of how we identified with the ego very well said yeah. finding it as a part of ourself that we can still play within the game with so yeah um devin or nick any any last words that you guys want to share for for the people tuning in i'll say thank you very much devin, go ahead. yep that was a really good really good broadcast tonight awesome man thank you for for joining and thank you for sharing that insight about the head transplant that's a <laughs> good, good good topic point, so. yeah. we'll see how that goes yeah stay tuned for that one yeah yeah that'll be interesting <laughs> cool all right um nick any any thoughts from or any words from you and breezy before we call it a night uh yeah did you have something to say she perked up yeah uh work hard play hard hashtag response bunny um stay tuned for awesome updates okay good night <laughs> and uh yeah Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, if you guys are interested, I'll drop a link in the uh, comments. Well, I can't. I can't really do that for the YouTube people. So I'll just say uh, you can check out uh, Third Eye Horizon is uh, my conscious media project, and uh, stay tuned uh, soon. I'd like to uh, get a couple new shows going. I'd, I'd like to revamp the uh, Merkaba uh, online interactive discussion group um, probably within the next month or so I really would like. I've kind of got a lot on my plate and I feel uh, I feel really called to um, do this one called the uh, the numbers report 
where uh, we report the numbers, like uh, numerology numbers that we may see in our day-to-day -day lives. Like uh, I'll disclose, like for myself personally, I've been I've been seeing numbers like eleven eleven one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 five 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 numbers like that, like nearly every day for. And I know like handful of other people who have similar experiences and I'd like to like kind of bring that kind of community together, have a discussion on that, um, like scientifically go about like really trying to figure out like the odds and probabilities of actually seeing those numbers at the times we see them, like when we see them, how we see them and possibly like look at it at a, like take some kind of scientific, you know, case study with that and kind of build from there. Cause I, I feel like important thing to document for those star seeds and people probably watching this know what's up to a degree. Um, Third Eye Horizon broadcast, uh, the TV, uh, stay tuned for that, you know, kind of trying to just, um, not overwhelm myself with like a bunch of projects at once and trying to like stay focused on the really needs to get presented. So anyways, thank you guys so much uh, for holding space and staying tuned. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you as well. And uh, yes, Nick, thank you. Just everything. Not, not just for what you've done, but for what we'll be able to collaborate on in the coming future as well. I feel like I feel like this this summer is going to be a very exciting summer for Paradigm Shift and for Light Guardians everywhere. So, um, you know, like this project has been has been slowly kind of like making its way out there to the world, but but that's kind of like the intention of it. It's it's, it's creating a foundation and we're getting to the point where like that foundation is going to start to really get some uh, some potent messages out there and start creating a lot of powerful connections for community because I think, you know, between between what paradigm shift is about and what third eye horizon is about and what a lot of other people are about like i think there's some real real valuable substance to to this beautiful community that we are co-creating together and again you know a huge shout, huge shout to people who are listening to this because you guys you guys taking this knowledge into you and with you is part of the story is a part of the game and again you know remember the game is to help shift consciousness so by listening to this by talking to your neighbors by holding space for your friends by planting seeds by doing free hugs by shifting the paradigms and by creating art and all the beautiful little ways like that is happening that is that is changing the world so keep doing it and it is greatly appreciated so Guys, I just want to remind you once again that you can check out ParadigmShiftCentral.com. And if you haven't yet, you can sign up and create your profile online for free to be able to get access to creating quest journals and conscious articles where you can share your media content, your conscious media through the project. And uh, I'll be able to put more, we'll be putting more focus on that once I get back from California. So if you want to create your profile now and then start brainstorming quest journal ideas, please feel free to do that. A reminder again, and a shout out to everyone signed up for the team Patreon to just saying thank you very much for your support 
support. Again, the team Patreon is what helps make these broadcasts and much more possible through the community through monthly micro donations where people are donating an asking donation of three to five dollars. And in return, you get your shifter booster kits, which for those on video, you see the shift buttons are the awesome tools that have the website to the Paradigm Shift Central project that you wear and use as part of the real world interactive game to help shift consciousness by giving them to people, by combining them with doing free hugs, by connecting people to the project as well and by planting them and helping people find them and just inviting them to check out what it is that we got going on here so signing up for the team patreon gets you the shift of booster kit and i will say this um this is this is like a pretty big incentive and and i might post about it on facebook again tomorrow um anybody who signs up for the team patreon between now and tomorrow night uh i'll send them a bonus light guardian crystal with their patreon shifter booster kit so that's like a that's like a pretty big incentive and and we've done this in the past a little before so it's like a small window of opportunity so if people are like thinking about signing up for the team patreon and really want to sign up for it please feel free to do that within the next uh slight while but before before april 1st so between now and march 31st um because that's when the uh the donations go through at the beginning of each month so the sign up for the team patreon is patreon.com forward slash brendan culleton the info for it is in the youtube link as well and uh if you have any questions about that you can just send me a message and you can find me at facebook.com forward slash brendan or forward slash skull babylon and again you can subscribe on youtube if you're listening to this uh through the audio at youtube.com forward slash skull babylon for this and past broadcast and again check out paradigm shift at paradigm shift radio on itunes as well and guys again thank you so much this is the last broadcast before I head out to California very soon and stay tuned and I will be posting some updates, but we'll be working hard on creating Journey to Lucidity 5, the final chapter within the paradigm, the, the Journey to Lucidity conscious movie saga, Return of the Light Guardians, which I'll, I'll just say this, the fifth, the, the whole Journey to Lucidity saga can almost be thought of as like a prequel for real life if that makes sense for everything that happens beyond the movie, the journey to Lucidity saga is like building up for that story, that narrative. So that's why the fifth one is called return of the light guardian. So it's like this, this awakening of the dreamer stepping into our embodiment and then continuing to go out there into the bigger dream. So I think that's a pretty exciting idea. I'm pretty excited to be able to share it with you guys as well. So again, um, Stay tuned for more Journey to the City updates. I'll, I'll be posting those and hopefully uh, we'll get a trailer online for the third one possibly tomorrow we'll see we'll see but uh yeah you'll you'll be able to catch it online once it's online so um any other news we have to no only other thing i gotta say for you guys is just encouraging you to help create paradigm shift communities where you are you can go to the main website and go to the community startup guide for more information and again those are open-minded discussion meditation circles bring people together in your community build the tribe connect as conscious community and uh those building community and building the tribe that's just like that's where it starts and and that, or that's a part of where it starts and that's a huge thing and and that really makes a big difference for the lives of the people who you are already connected with so you have the potential to do it so go find a yoga studio go find a cafe cafe shop go find a library go find a park set a meeting time invite people to it do it on a regular basis and continue to do this and hold space and the universe will continue to bring people to you at the right place and right time synchronicity and all that good stuff so um yeah other than that go do free hugs go plant seeds go create conscious media go create some art go write down your dreams go practice energy cultivation go practice your discipline go drink some fruit and veggie smoothies get healthy love the planet love your family love your pets love yourself and i love you so 
Awesome, Thank guys. You. We're going to wrap this up. We are wrapping this up. So, guys, please feel free and just unmute your microphones. Let's send some love to all the people tuning into this. So, just make some noise. Send some love, guys. Like, let's get howls in there. You are too funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> got the dog face on. Good timing. Good lucky, Kelly, Brendan. Thank you so much. <laughs> much love guys ending the broadcast now until next time keep it shifty and Blessing. we will see you in the future namaste okay take care guys much love peace oh, you're awesome <laughs>